Welcome, campers, to another episode of the Campfire Gaming Podcast. This time of the year, it is E3 season, so that will be the main course for today's meal around the fire. Gentle feathers, dudettes, my name is Mike, I'll be your host. With me, I've got Matt, Chris, Rich, and a blast from the past, from those of you that remember the earlier episodes, a special guest star, a bright star at that. We've got Cullen with us today, too. Gentle feathers, how are we doing, dudes? I'm feeling good because we got Colin here. Hey, what's up, boys? It's good to have you Rich, back, Colin. It's good to Rich, have you can back. We a, can we get an air horn for uh, bow, bow, Colin? Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. <laughs> so like I was saying, uh, those of you that listen to the show way, way back, almost 70, 80, 90. How many episodes are we in, Matt? Like 92? 70 94. episodes? 94 episodes. Is this really 94? Yeah. Dang. So roughly 84 episodes ago, uh, it's very possible you heard some of Cullen's voice. I don't remember how long you were going, like 15, 20 episodes? I think he was into the 50s or 50s, so. 60s, yeah. 40s. Oh, we were doing, he did the whole first right. year. We were doing yeah. two a day, year. that's right. Man, I should have held off for another six more episodes, made the 100th episode a Maybe we'll have you one. back. Oh, we yeah. can have you come back for number 100. I don't know. I don't <laughs> this is like one a year. Get the whole campfire crew, <laughs> campfire crew reunion. I don't know if we need to get all of them. That's a yeah, little. I, was say. I, don't oh. I don't know. Man. Oh, shots oh. fired! Like Colin is fine. We we'll bring Colin back. <laughs> He's but. okay, I guess. I don't know that we've heard from like Justin or Sam in the entirety of the year, so I don't know. It's been a if while. They still listen. I'd love to see like a Discord comment, like "Hey, dudes, we're still here." But we'll see. <laughs> They'll come back in like the uh, like ten year reunion on HBO whenever or whatever when that happens. That's a so. pretty bold statement, like confidence. There, we're gonna be on HBO. We're gonna yeah. be a big hit. We're gonna be bigger than Friends, so we're gonna get an even bigger reunion. Was it HBO? Whatever. Anyway, I'll be there for yeah, no, you. Sadly, I do know it was HBO. You watched it? <laughs> Hell no. Anyway, so what were we talking about? E3, Microsoft, Bethesda. OMG, hodl onto your butts as Matt was wearing a Dogecoin shirt through that entire thing. Uh, you can check that out live also if you want to. Uh, see our initial reactions on YouTube. Um, I was also wearing a diaper. So much excitement. <laughs> when aren't you? Didn't though? use the bathroom. Oh, okay. Touche, touche. <laughs> So if you search Campfire Gaming Podcast on YouTube, we are the first channel, but like the fifth video, uh, depending on what you're on. Uh, check out our website, CampfireGamingPodcast.com, Twitter at CampGamePod, and Campfire Gaming Podcast for our Instagram. Uh, from our website, too, you can get to our YouTube and other things. Like Discord. Like Join like it. Discord. Good call. Yeah, uh, we had a few people talking with us today. That was kind of fun, having a yeah. conversation on our first live stream. It's good times. Good it times. was a good time. Can't wait to do more in the future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All righty. Matt, you're kind of the expert here. I, I want to see where you want to start with this conversation because there was a lot, but not so much. Let's Result. start with the big hitters, like the big splashes. Uh, Party animals? Exactly. <laughs> Hell Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Man. That on. looks great. With, that did look like, a lot of well, yeah. really cool. Yeah, Any that, game that with fun. silly physics, hell yeah, I'm in. Silly physics and tasers. Yes. Exactly. You can I mean, bad people so, with plungers. 
So I'm <laughs> sorry. This isn't this isn't the same game as the one that's been on Steam forever, right? So no, this like isn't a... this isn't Gang Beasts. Okay, that's what it's I was. It's not even of. developed by the same group. So it's literally just the same exact game, but with like Smash Bros. props. Yeah, and fuzzy animals. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable yep. critters. I yeah. loved it. It looked so fun. You know, one of the comments that I was thinking about after the fact is I think Matt or Rich, one of you guys is talking about like you wish that they exploded into little fuzzy bits when they got like thrown yeah. into the furnace yeah, and like yeah. blenders and things. I think that was like, yeah, I think that was Matt or Chris. Yeah. I don't remember who said it. I don't, like ratings wise, I don't know if they can do that. Like, yeah. even though ripped well, up it wouldn't fluff. be blood, so yeah. they can make still them into, make like, an E for everyone. Make them stuffed animals, and they just puff into like you know stuffed <laughs> yeah. animal filling. Yeah, yeah. I mean they, they do they do explosions in like E games, right? E ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would just be fun. It's, but it's like so the it's context of murder, right? Like yeah. you are murdering. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, it, them dismembering and exploding into fuzz is is not okay, but throwing them into the furnace. Is, yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it, it's no consequence. <laughs> Just like real life. Hey, if you throw somebody in a furnace, they could potentially get out. Exactly. Shut the door if you're smart. I've seen horror movies; it happens all the time. Right. All right. No, for realsies, Matt. Where do you want to start? <laughs> I, Just I mean, kick it off with uh, the beginning of the show. I, I mean, let's, say, let's go down the list. Yeah, just go yeah. down the line. Yeah. Um, to kick things off, they started with a banger. I mean, oh. we didn't have a whole lot of like information out of it, but Starfield no. um, got shown with a little cheeky launch date um, added to it. They had a nice little... It was a literal launch date. Yes. Um, and a launch date with some history attached to it. Go on. Uh, it is the same launch date as Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, I mean, obviously not the same year. That's impossible. Right. But ten right. years later. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were talking about uh, eleven like, years later. Eleven years. What? Skyrim will be eleven years later. Skyrim's going to. Uh, why did they announce it? It's going to Game Pass. Is that what the deal was, or is it already there? Skyrim. It's Skyrim is Skyrim's ten on year. There. Yeah. But it's uh, the big thing they mentioned was the ten year anniversary. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing to talk about. In my opinion, <laughs> it's it's like, impressive that it's had the longevity. Like it's still a really good game. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Well. I mean, I mean, we celebrated the ten year anniversary of like Halo and stuff like that, right? What I mean that Halo is a franchise, right? And there's a multiple games of Halo. It's not like there's multiple games of Skyrim specifically. They're the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah, so sure. They like do the Elder Scrolls series. Of, but yeah, but it's not like the there hasn't been one in t- a new one in 10 years. There hasn't been a right. new one in 10 years. Yeah. Outside of ESO, I guess. We should Were they saying that, that Skyrim was like the best selling out of all of them? You think that's because it's been going for a decade? Or do you think that probably. was initially? Probably. Much. Yeah. It's probably because they, they keep everything. Yeah, exactly. They put it on I mean, every single console. I, mean, I think had... I have three copies of it, if I'm not. Why? Or have had three uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and gotcha. because it was on sale, PC. Oh, do you buy it for your fridge, too? Yeah. <laughs> if I could, I would. <laughs> oh, uh, for Alexa for a little bit, too. I didn't buy it, but you could do it. That sounds really dumb. <laughs> Wait, what's that hey, Alexa? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. But hey, in the words of, uh, and I ruined it. What's the dude's name? Todd Matt, Howard. Todd, Todd Howard. Howard. Todd Howard. Yeah. yeah. Stop buying the game if we uh, if you <laughs> don't want it to so show true. up on everything. Stop buying it. <laughs> it's kind of true, right? Yeah. So it's but, coming uh, uh, 11, 11, 22. Yeah. Xbox and PC. We have. Uh, we, it was also confirmed that this is going to be an Xbox 
platform exclusive. If you think get about wrecked, it, Sony Bros, get wrecked, Switch Bros. They started the show and ended the show with a gut punch to Sony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, uh, this is why we bought Bethesda. Suck. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. It, like, when they say console exclusive, they just mean to Microsoft, right? Right. I Microsoft mean, like, and PC. The, yeah. the Microsoft family exclusive. Yeah. So Xbox and PC only. So no, yeah. no PlayStation, no Nintendies, no. Uh... Well, let's be honest. That was never going to run on the Switch. Like, it's not really. Yeah. A, oh yeah. If it was a Switch Pro, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> how much how much work they would have to do to get that to work on like 4k upscaling versus you know just the console itself say. it's yeah. maybe later I, well, future date as as far as i can recall they didn't even acknowledge it would go to the xbox one like this sounds like it's which it next shouldn't gen i think this is next gen yeah. only. we need yeah. to move we need to move on from Seriously. last gen just just get rid of it and by Are 20 they... by neck by the end of next year i yeah. hope we're there right Probably not. With the parts shortage, we're screwed. Yeah, that's valid. Just get it for the PC. I don't. Just care. get it for oh, the, the PC. PC. That's what Xbox. Yeah. That's what uh, Game whole, Pass. Yep, that's yeah. what Game Pass is for. Yeah. Or XCloud. Also true. But uh, they did. Uh, did they? Did, did they mention anything? I don't remember. Did they actually mention something about Creation Engine Two? Uh, it was in the um, when it when the trailer started. It said Alpha gameplay uh, in new Creation Engine Two. Oh, okay. Or something gotcha. along those lines, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, mean, I mean, it's also been mentioned in the past that they've... They've they've been working on they're, this. Yeah, <laughs> they're working on a new engine. Uh, yeah, because this yeah. is going to be the first game in that engine. Well, it's just kind of like a big sigh of relief for a lot of, you know, Bethesda yeah. fans, because Creation Engine is older what? than dirt now. Yeah. I, I mean, that would have just about. been like a nail in the coffin if they're like, yeah, we're coming <laughs> back with the creation engine. It's like, Elder, what the fuck? Elder Scrolls 6. The still game creation is like, engine. yeah, <laughs> the engine's been around for 15 years. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> but it's solid. At least it, you know it'll. It is not solid. Same. It's buggy as hell. Yeah, okay, it don't. Is, so, it no, it's so What do you mean it's solid? It's solid. You know what to expect. You know what to expect. That's valid. Okay, so maybe not solid, but like, it's. Reliable, dependable. dependable. Like, I'd give it dependable. 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 You know what it's gonna do. You know what it's not gonna do. Yeah, it's one of those it, things. It's like looking like... at a. It's like looking at somebody's deck that they made themselves with like duct tape and rusty nails, and you're like, ah, I can expect that I'm going to fall and die. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's how. It's like I can expect older... there's gonna be a floating rock somewhere. It's like an older <laughs> boat, right? It doesn't necessarily sink, but it's not the prettiest ride. In all fairness, I'll say this about game engines, though. It's not uncommon to have an engine last for that long, but it will go through iterations and upgrades. I think it's been a while, but I think Call of Duty is still on the original engine, but it's been, it's, you know, been worked on and updated so much. It's not the same engine, right? But Uh, it depends on which iteration, right? If you're, if you're. Yeah, it depends on which studio is working on they, it. it. They'll replace yeah. portions of it. Obviously, the graphical side, that whole graphics side of the engine has been rewritten probably 10 times, if not more. So, you know, it's not the same beast, but it's still, you know, again. So I imagine the creation engine from its start to the finish were two very different products, even though they had their rough spots. But um, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could you could kind of say that, but I mean, at some point if you're building off of iteration and iteration, I mean, what, you know, would you even consider Unreal Engine 5 to be a new engine? Well, I think or that's Or is it where, just an iteration on 4? Yeah. 
I mean, it's probably an iteration on four with its its lighting and its uh, rendering. And is that really just an iteration on three? It, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But again, they're just, and then they're, pick, an they're picking milestones. <laughs> they're picking milestones to say, "Hey, this is where <laughs> we're making the difference." Anyways, let's move yes, on to the. Three. We are nitpicking. Stalker <laughs> two. Yay. Good Metro. Good Metro. I'm, yeah, yeah, Metro, the better. So uh, it's funny you guys mentioned that because a lot of the devs from the original Stalker left to go make Metro. <laughs> so it looks like the they took the wrong Stalker, turn. So I don't know. Right. So I, that's yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like I never played Stalker and that's it so kind of just looked like, you know, hey, it's a Chernobyl post-apocalyptic Slavic uh, game. Um, uh, I'll just give my impressions of the trailer that I saw and like it looks pretty the lighting looks good looks like it's got some ray tracing in there looks nice um the animations look uh not great and yeah sounds like metro i don't know it <laughs> it looked very uh very rough with the animations even like when he was picking up stuff from like boxes and stuff and i was like that looks like a fucking 360 animation right there like what are we looking at i don't know but cullen it doesn't matter it's got the ray tracing <laughs> i does. guess hey i gotta use my 3070 hell yeah <laughs> exactly uh, I, I do want to mention something i actually want to mention this at the start um something i noticed if you watch this on stream go back and watch the trailers again or go back and watch the stream again because they actually uploaded a 4k version oh yeah all these games all the games look a lot better than they did in the crappy 1080p stream so i went back and actually watched stalker again i was like i, I agree with you colin this it looks really nice but uh yeah i like the I, I like the little bit of him throwing that that I thought it was kind of a cool little mechanic throwing the, the little bolts to try to find mm-hmm. uh, the anomalies or whatever. So, mm-hmm. which you had to do in the original game too. Is it okay? Did you? Yeah. I didn't. Chris, maybe you know since you played the original if that's a, a mechanic before. But I didn't understand like the Geiger counter thing. Mm-hmm. Like I thought maybe the numbers were supposed to increase as like, oh hey, I'm gonna hit this weird vortex thing. Better stay away. Keep my numbers down. Instead, like as he kept walking, they just increased exponentially until he picked up the purple ball. It, it, it they are meant to kind of indicate that there should be one there, but he has to throw the little piece to kind of justify, like, oh, okay, it is actually there. It's not just a radi- radiation hot zone. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I now need to go back. It's on GOG. I need to go play those games again because those games were fantastic. When was the original Stalker released? Uh, back in like 2000. Is it really that been seven? Really? Yeah, 2007. Wow. I feel, so, actually, I feel like it's going to be a Metro 2033 experience, though. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I actually have it on Steam. It must have been from one of those like THQ yeah. that I bought a long time ago. You, uh, you, I mean, maybe you'll have better success than I do. When I try launching it, it does not work. <laughs> it does not hold on a modern computer at all. But that's why I'm hoping a GOG version might launch. Hopefully, I'm yeah. It looks like it, out. it looks like 2007 is when it came out. But yeah, it takes place in the Chernobyl exclusion zone, which is kind of a common theme for Eastern European video games. Which you know, it's a major event to have happen there, so I kind of get it. But mm-hmm. even Call um, of Duty hit that. Like, yeah, we got some areas there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good creepy environment to kind of play games in so it's just another perspective of that area 
Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's, uh, it's an easy kind of tie to create, oh, we're going to create spooky monsters, but, mm-hmm. like, spooky monsters aren't real. It's like, well, have you been to Chernobyl? It's pretty what? crazy there. <laughs> it's you kind don't of terrifying, know. even now. There could be spooky monsters there. Well, we don't know. So, no, I'm super pumped. Glad it's a Game Pass game. It, I, again, I should have mentioned this at the start. They showed off 30 games. 27 of which are going mm-hmm. to be on Game Pass day it launches. And not one world premiere. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sucked too. I, mean, I don't think that's super surprising that everything is going to be no. day one. Like That's their platform. That's what they're going to. This yeah, Game to Pass is kind to. of their new baby. And for good reason. I mean, we mm-hmm. still, even to this day, we still tout about how good Game Pass is of a value. It's consistent revenue. Instead of buying like a $50, $60 game one time, you know, you've got 20 bucks from every person every single month and not everybody could afford to buy a $60 game every month, but you can, mm-hmm. you know, they really probably, ramp up those numbers at like 16 bucks. When they did this, they probably did the math and found out oh, on sure. average people buy only two games or less a year. And then they're yeah. like, shit, we just got to do this and aim for this price range and we're good. Subscription Point. services are amazingly powerful for yeah. getting a lot more money than a single purchase. And you, you can get a, recurring spending. It's way better than just selling a really expensive one-time experience that people may you, or may not do. Um, you bypass the whole second market. Like there yep. is no more buying. I'm not going to go buy a used game because it's probably going to end up on Game Pass at some point. Then there have the, been several games that I don't buy on the Switch because I know they're going to go to Game Pass someday. I'm like, yep, nope. I'm just not going to buy it because I know it'll be there and I don't want to, you know, spend that extra dough. Um, yeah. You know, Devolver hit it on the head. Subscriptions are amazing. They're kind of addictive. They're great. They're stupendous for making money. Mm-hmm. So just after we uh, got the all of the stalker information, we got a fun little trailer for... <laughs> A hit upcoming game. Homeland 3, right? Exactly. <laughs> Homeworld 3, which is a production. Oh, God damn it. Still, that will piss me off for a while. It's a oh, joke God. for anybody that watched the Gearbox. Yeah, go back case. and listen to the Gearbox episode. We we love Homeworld 3's introduction. Um, but yeah, we had we had Back for Blood. We had uh, some information about Back for Blood. What did you guys so think is, about Back yeah, for Blood? That's what I was was anybody say. else disappointed with the multiplayer? Like, I don't. Oh, you mean let the me, PvP? Let me let me say PvP specifically. Yeah. I like. I was hoping that wasn't going to be there. I yeah. really wanted them to take all of their focus on the single player because that's where I had all of my fun. If, like I tried multiplayer on both of them, and I was like, or sorry, <laughs> PvP on both of them, and it was just like, okay. I just think. Cool. Yeah, I just have, don't care for it. Did they have PvP on Left 4 Dead One? I thought it was only in uh, Left 4 Dead Two. So. Left 4 Dead Two, yeah. I know. Yeah. They, they had it, it in the first one as. Did they have did, it? I'm pretty did sure it, they did. Sure. Or was it just part of Left 4 Dead 2 where you could play Left 4 Dead 1 maps? Well, it was it was, it was was PvP in the sense that you could just be the zombies and you just were right. participating right. in trying to stop them. This no, is actually think... like matches. You will have matches like where you flip sides. and Wait, what are I you talking was... about? You're talking about Back for Blood is literally matches? Yeah, it's a best of three. You'll swap. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, a lot more of a, a competitive thing. Yeah, it's people can get weirdly competitive when it came to the Left 4 Dead PvP. But I mean, so I had a lot of really good times at like LAN parties and stuff playing mm-hmm. the Left 4 Dead PvP. It was pretty fun. It I can think be the experience kind of hilarious. Matters. 
the experience matters there because you if you're doing it at a land party and then you've got people that you can talk to and switch off yeah matchmaking is not a good experience for that if i recall correctly it was one of those things where like you were always either a survivor or like one of the crappier versions of you know one of the one of the you zombie the types that come in yeah yep. And it was like everybody else took anything else, and if you took it, you'd either get like vote banned if that was a thing, or yeah. people just leave until they got the part that they wanted. And then, good luck playing as anything other than you know a survivor or you know just a hunter. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, I'm in the same boat as you. Is that my uh, nostalgia for Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead Two, is the just the PVE mode, mm-hmm. having three yeah, other yeah. buddies, three other buddies, and working through the maps, and that was the fun so much fun that's what i have high hopes for back for blood to just recapture that same feeling that's all yeah. i wanted for i i mean i'm glad they showed off pvp i'm sure there's plenty of people that, are, that will like it but i i just want to get three other buddies and let's just kill some zombies i i hope they didn't spend a lot of time on it but yeah i mean if yeah. it if it you know works for some they people did. yeah i'm pretty sure i'm sure they did they build out a whole system they want to make it nine into a playable whole e- <laughs> yeah they want to make it into a whole e-sport i bet yeah oh yeah i don't know i'm 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 just like every other like old jaded gamer at this point especially after the last two years where you have these triple a games come out and they've been extremely disappointing um that back for blood is definitely it I'm interested and I will definitely see how it progresses, but uh, I'm not one to jump on the boat for many things these days. Yeah. I mean, I have high hopes that turtle rock can, can definitely get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really, really strong studio, but the only thing I, I will say though, sorry, rich to interrupt you. Turtle rock did. Um, wow. Evolve. If you evolve, say evolve. You. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah like, but, come on. Fair, like, that's different. So, so I I will I yes. will say I I actually liked Evolve right I liked the original iteration of Evolve I thought it was fun I thought it was a cool concept of having that ice like the uh, lopsided of PvP the but, asymmetric uh, I'm yeah, so glad the four v one style multiplayer mostly died it didn't though that's the thing <laughs> yeah. it, it hasn't yeah it's yeah. still around they yeah. get what Dead, uh, by, Dead Daylight, by Daylight it, yeah Dead super by Daylight popular is still one of the most popular yeah. games of that genre mm-hmm. and it's still yeah. pretty big very like, popular on Twitch. Like in the sense where, yeah, there are Little games. Dead is the same way. There's games, but it's like, yeah. if for a few years there it felt like, you know, like Battle Royale is the thing to add now, right? You know, it felt like that 4v1 game was because Fable sure. was doing it. I forget. There was like five or six games, like all at the same time. They're like, let's hop in on this 4v1 thing. It evolves. Oh, yeah. It's always trends. Yeah. 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 So. But anyways, back to the Turtle Rock thing is that uh, I enjoyed the concept of Evolve, but the way that they marketed the game and then also try to monetize it was absolute trash no, and garbage. I that at all. It like just how they immediately like released microtransactions. This was kind of before the eventual peak of like loot boxes and stuff. It was just the game came out and immediately they're like, Hey, and now here are these like $15 cosmetic packs for all your hunters. And it's like, mm-hmm dude, the game just came out and uh, okay. So you were already working on micro uh, microtransactions. Like that's pretty messed up. And then they're like, that wasn't well, a free game. Money. Was it? No, it no. wasn't a free game. This was no, when was you're still, you know, a full, yeah. Paying full price for a game and then throwing in microtransactions. Yeah. So, I mean, 
with that with that being said though i i do think that they can definitely make this a really good experience but what i don't think is going to be is that it's not going to recapture that same i guess you could say that same enjoyment out of left for dead when we first got left for dead like this is kind of that third iteration of this kind of gameplay war z kind of sort of went down that road a little bit but in a different way it was they made it their own but it was still kind of a similar similar kind of game um and you know in my opinion i I just don't think zombie games are really that popular anymore i think that died out like 10 years ago i mean there's still making like state of decay and stuff right and what uh that's like chris's favorite game and uh the motorcycle boy game days gone days gone yeah (laughs) oh right yeah, oh, but sure. I, I, I like that you're like motorcycle boy game. I'm like days gone. <laughs> yeah, since I just know never, it was currently like I tried it out because uh, what it was one of the PlayStation Plus games, and then mm-hmm. uh, there was some controversy around it recently about it. Just yeah, it came to PC and people were yeah. Pissed. I don't know since Cullen never borrowed the game to me, but Last of Us was that zombies or no? No, they're not, not technically. Inf- but I mean, at this point, yeah, most though? games they're not zombies anymore. They're infected by like something. Resident Evil. Uh, they're not yeah. really zombies, and yeah, sure. Because in in Last of Us, it's a fungus. They're yeah. not zombies. They never died. They just became. But they're zombies. The, the, it's like it's like the uh, aliens. Gonna, don't, we don't want to. We don't Rainbow need to go down this. Go I will, the definition the of aliens, zombie because zombies you have to die and come like, back. That's yeah. not true. That's that is true. George Romero, who I yeah. consider to be the father of zombie, the modern yeah. zombie. I go off of uh, the monster manual, and they are undead, which means that they had to <laughs> die and come back. <laughs> You're, if you go off the voodoo definition, the original definition of zombie, it's completely different. It's uh, basically losing control, yeah. and something no. else guides you, no, or something like that. No, it's it's a reverent, like or a revenant, essentially, right? So you are. A know. reanimated corpse, <laughs> but you're somebody else. You're not the same person. Ah, so. sure. Yeah, but that's I, still I can, undead. The only you're a reanimated way I know. corpse. You're undead. I mean, your soul. So, but your your soul could have been taken from you in like a ritual and put See, in something else. I didn't want to go so down the this body. Way. Oh god, the body is yeah. undead. But the Matt, soul what's the next game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say. I was gonna say though, like looking at um, Back for Blood. And kind of holding on to that story mode and really wanting that story mode. I think there is a game later on that's going to kind of scratch that itch that we'll talk about think, towards the end. I think you're right. I think you're right. I agree with you, Mike. And we'll nice. talk about it later. Contraband. We didn't get a lot on this one. No, um, we didn't even know fact, what it was until they revealed the title. <laughs> I think we guessed forever. like 10 different games. Yeah. Like, yeah. This one. What's this one? What's this one? It's uh, from the studio that did what? Just Cause, correct? Just Cause and... Mad Max, which Did I just think is cause or just cause, <laughs> just cause, <laughs> cause, cause. <laughs> nah, just cause. Yeah, and just cause. Mad Max, which I think is criminally underrated, and mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of replaying. They made a Mad yeah. Max game. Yeah, yeah. it was an open of, world one. Yeah, it's actually yep. it is actually a pretty decent game. It's pretty. Is it fun. like Mel Gibsony or is it like? No. What's it's it a called? generic guy yeah. playing Mad Max. It came out maybe a year after Fury Road came out. Oh, okay. That's I think can I can I leave a hot take? Okay. Can, I, can I leave this with a hot take? I thought no. the original Mad Max sucked the movie. Oh, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, you're, you're maybe that's wrong. not a maybe that's not a hot take. I no. watched it and I was like, really? This is it? This movie yeah. is absolute no. 
this is terrible. You have to get to beyond the Thunderdome before people really kind of like, oh my God, this is really crazy and awesome. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what people said. Rich, I was in the same boat, right? So my introduction to Mad Max was Fury Road with mm-hmm. you know Tom Hardy. And then, you know, people were like, oh, yeah, Mad Max is so good. And so like, I saw it on Amazon. I was like, okay, I'll rent the first one. And then it was some like crazy Aussie movie or like Australian movie <laughs> with yeah. some like, but it's not like before the post-apocalyptic event. So I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, what am I watching right oh, now? Yeah. Is, it's nothing like, like you so would expect weird. it to be. <laughs> so bizarre. I, I, I completely agree. We don't know much about contraband. They they didn't really tell us anything. Exactly. Basically, segue. <laughs> segue. Just screeching out back into so, what we're talking about. It's uh, all, all, all right. we got. Let's, all we got was that it's a co-op smuggler's paradise set in a fictional world of 97's. I don't know. Bayan? Bayan? We, we don't even know what kind of game it is other than yeah. it's co-op. It's a co-op something. I'm, yeah. It, and it's an ex- Xbox exclusive. So is it going to be a, a co-op uh, loot shooter? I, I'm I guessing it's going to be you have cargo contraband and you have to get it out of the city or whatever. Yeah, I think they had plans, oh, right? They had route ass, descriptions. Smuggling. They yep. had buildings like on how to get in and out mm-hmm. with escape plans, things like that. Oh. So it's probably going to be there kind might a, be some shooting to like it, a but payday? I think it's going to be. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it's going to be payday esque. It's going to be like a uh, you know, board like game, a right? Cuban a Cuban payday. Yeah, the, the biggest question I have is: Is it going to be first or third person? Because these guys do third person games more often than not. I think Second it could be is. okay with either. Yeah, I was going to say: Do you have a strong Second preference third. either way? Yeah, if you if you're no. doing like a co op thing, like this is why, um, like GTA heists and things like that were oh so fun. God, I mean, so if you made a fun. whole, you could make a whole game around that theoretically. Right, I'd be hundred percent okay with that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool as hell. So, I mean, I'm yeah. kind of hoping that. That's kind of my new expectation for what contraband okay. could be. But I mean, isn't isn't payday essentially that though? Isn't payday eh, essentially a payday GTA always, heist? P, payday is more like a Left 4 Dead with cops. Yeah, is how I always. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah, gotcha. The I'd objectives were always kind of tertiary, but really the action was always just kind of the that that took the forefront. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, the focus of these kind of games should be on getting your stuff and getting out and not just like murdering a wall of people. Yeah, right. it shouldn't just be infinite spawns of police coming at you the whole mm-hmm. time. Right. That's fair. It definitely would be cool to have more of a system of like being able to complete a mission without having getting to caught. shoot your gun or like yeah. having to shoot your gun at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, should we should we jump on to the one yes. that kind of felt like it was out of left field a little Hold bit? On. Well, not out of left field, but a complete surprise that it was happening. Matt, you're not allowed to hold us up anymore. Jeez. No, I was just going to say is next up, we really want to hear Cullen's opinion on this. He apparently has a very strong feeling about this next one. So this next one, really quick. Uh, this is a tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Iris it's super dumb. I think it's a terrible <laughs> idea. Like, come on. Do we do we really need to tie every single pirate game in back into Pirates of the Caribbean? Pirates of the Caribbean is like how old is okay, come on. Think about it. When was the first Pirates of the Caribbean came out? 2003, 2004, something exactly. like that. Exactly. We were like all that. fucking children, right? And we're still bringing back I mean, Jack Sparrow. I graduated yeah. high school. Yeah, I exactly. mean, like... children. Children. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to I don't know. Like uh, even think... even even like, do we even know for a fact that it was Johnny Depp that voices? Uh, I don't. Oh, Jack Sparrow I, I, in this one. 
It I don't sounded think so. like him. I was going to say, mean, it's yeah, a good sound just... alike if it isn't him. And frankly, at this point, he needs all the work he can get. So well, he, that's he I guess that's kind of my point, it. right? I mean, obviously, all the controversy that uh, Johnny Depp went through, I thought, you know, Disney fucking dropped him. <laughs> so I'd be curious if they, they brought him back for this. But anyways, like, my point was, even the if it was Johnny Depp or a Johnny Depp sound alike, the voice acting was really bad, in my opinion. Like... It sounded like maybe it's in character, but he sounded like he was literally drunk. Just looking at his IMDb page, it doesn't look like he's got a credit for it. No, well, but they just announced it today, yeah, so they might right. not have shown up. I mean, IMDb he is, is not, not from the production not. company. So right. looking, at, looking at a article here, um, he is not playing this voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the... Another point that I was having about the Sea of Thieves thing is that Sea of Thieves obviously has its very uh, specific art style. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they had to morph it in a way to make these movie characters fit in, in my opinion. I thought Calypso looked like she fit in, personally. Like, when I looked at her, I was like, that looks a lot like Calypso from, like all the pirates movies. I was like, but no, maybe that's just one of those, you know, they took that art direction off of her and she's hanging out. But then as soon as I was like, you have to save one prisoner and you saw the dude like trying to feed the dog to the keys. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) So I'm in the same boat. I really like a story mode. I'm super excited for it. But why did you have to go this route? hundred percent. Dude, like I've, I've been preaching this for as long as I've known Matt is that I just want a, a bomb ass pirate game. That's all I want. And I, I was really hoping Sea of Thieves was going to be that when it was originally coming out. And then obviously it was, uh, and, uh, and the story mode pirate game again, hundred percent. I want it. I want a good one. Like, just like the one from Ubisoft. I want it to be good, even though it's in development hell. And like, I want a good pirate game, but I don't need Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't need a Disney game. I mean, I do feel like this screams that, that, um, I almost said Ubisoft that rare doesn't have a lot of directive or narrative ideas for Sea of Thieves, but that's unfortunate because uh, like this started and and I thought this was going to be, I've been arguing it even on stream. Like we need a standalone cooperative story Sea of Thieves game. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of excited. Maybe this is it. Not a huge fan of that. It's Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, in there, but uh, then when I was looking up afterwards, it's just going to be uh, five of their tall tales, which I and in all honesty, I haven't played any of them, but uh, it's built into the main game. So I'm guessing it's not as exciting as if this was just a standalone yeah. story game, which is unfortunate because, uh, it, yeah, the, the the world and everything about it screams. Just give me a four player cooperative. Yeah, where you don't game. have to worry about some a-hole just <clears throat> swooping in and messing yeah. with your crap. Well, yeah. even that's like that concept is still, you know, that's piratey, right? And you guys are backstabbing each other. Yeah, and I guess. Coming in. Yes, I, again, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I want <laughs> a cooperative, <laughs> uh, cooperative uh, pirate game through a pirate story and doing piratey things. Um, I am okay with the concept of having some kind of uh, multiplayer aspect of, you know, fighting over treasure because that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just I haven't seen that game yet that actually delivers on that. Yeah, I haven't played any of the Tall Tale stuff with Sea of Thieves yet. I mean, I think this is Some actually fun. Um, like, yeah, how in depth is the single player aspect to it? 
it's not very deep you okay. find random you get a direction to go to a spot you get a little bit of a tail and someone talks at you and you then sail on to someplace else but oh. it is fun to explore see and that's the, that's kind of, that is kind of a bummer because i think like so i think that if you take the pirates of the caribbean stuff out of this i think it'll be fine like if you if you just kind of ignore the fact that it's all pirates of the caribbean stuff that i think it actually could be really good mainly because with a lot of the stuff that they've added into the game as far as more pve stuff yeah i think it could be really really fun to do like if you do any of like the ghost ship events or anything like that while you're playing sea of thieves it's just as fun as if you're fighting against if you're doing like pvp stuff and mm -hmm. it works really really well if you have um if you're playing with people who aren't necessarily really competitive or really you know hardcore pvpers or something yeah fighting off like a lot of the ghost ships and stuff like that is amazingly fun and challenging and i think that that could work really really well if they lend it into a pve setting so i think that this actually could be really really fun if you're not really interested into the, you know, into the the licensing part of it, but could be good. It's going it to be hard to ignore that though. Like Jack Sparrow yeah. is such a character with like <laughs> the movements and like the vocalizations and the way that he acts and talks to the people. Like there's no way you don't like pull yourself into their world versus the Sea of Thieves world. Sure. Right? And but I and like you got to think that they're they have to be spending a decent amount of money for the licensing, right? Right. Um, that they're going to push Jack Sparrow down your throat because, like, <laughs> hey, we paid millions of dollars of this. You're going to enjoy it. I yeah. heard you like pirates. Here <laughs> you go. Here's the one famous pirate character that we can yeah. come up with. Yeah, and I understand. You know, that's, like I said, if you could, if if we could get past the the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, I think it actually could be pretty good. I think it's a step in the right direction that they are focusing on building some pe like some you know story oriented content for the game. I wish it was original content, but yeah, I yeah. mean I could settle for it. I definitely want to play it because I think it could be really fun. The like, part that is okay for me is that it's free, right? If they yeah, were charging sure. for this, exactly, oh, sure, yeah. then it would be a little more like scummy. But you know. Sure. It's a free add-on. The and DLC if you have game is pass, free. The game is not unless you have Game Pass. Yeah, the game is on sure. Game Pass, okay. which, you, which you should assuming. all have already. Are yeah. you guys? Yeah, are you guys sponsored yet by Microsoft? I wish. Uh, Matt do you have to like? Do you have to, yeah. Do you have to say no. Game Pass x amount of times in order to get paid? We do. <laughs> it, uh, um, we were on. We were on track to get that sponsorship until I mentioned doing something with Phil Spencer's feet, and then just like, oh shit, god damn it! <laughs> Why would you? Kept saying we should edit it out, but should have. Um, yeah, just back to the Sea of Thieves, just really, last comment I really have about it is that, like, even with the, you know, having Davy Jones in it, like, I was like, oh, cool, Davy Jones is in it. But, you know, honestly, uh, as much as I enjoyed as a child, like I said, we were all children, uh, <laughs> first two Pirates movies, I loved it, right? They're great. But I don't think the Squid Face Davy Jones fits the world, in my opinion. And I would have rather seen the fucking SpongeBob Davy Jones. Oh, I was I hoping Barbosa for... would have been the better choice. Well, I isn't think... he kind of in it? Isn't Barbosa kind of in it? Because they that's... do that weird skeleton thing. It's like, oh, I got a new body. Or yeah, maybe thought... was that not Barbosa? I thought that was Barbosa. I didn't think that's what that yeah, was I supposed didn't... to be. It had a hook hand, and Barbosa yeah. didn't have the hook. So yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that was then. Maybe it was just Who some knows? random guy then. Mm -hmm. That. uh 
would have been it takes me back to dan's comment when we watched another game where it's like zoidberg getting work like <laughs> he would have fit the world a little better i think yeah he would yeah, that would be cool <laughs> Um, for those of you who like the Japanese gang life, um, Yakuza Like a Dragon is available right now. I mean, you're probably going to listen to this a day later than this, but you could still go it's, get it. Hopefully it's still available. Yeah, it's it's still. taken down. It should be still available. <laughs> yeah. Um, which now means the whole Yakuza series is available on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I have not partaken myself it's a little bit too ridiculous for my taste but yeah did anybody has anybody played the yakuza games no but to. i kind of want to i've yeah. heard ridiculously good things about it it's just a little bit too out outside my my gaming box yeah i'm in the i'm in the same boat they've always they've always looked you know silly they've they've had that the face paint on the front to like oh we're a mm-hmm. serious gang yakuza game and then, uh, you know, you watch the videos and there's a fucking dating sim where he's yeah. taking pictures of, uh, like, scantily clad women. And it's like, what am I watching? Is that what Yakuza do? Maybe. I feel like with this title, if if you liked Saints Row and you would continue to play a Saints Row game, you can't really, like, dog yeah. on this one in any way, shape, or form. Because it's kind of the same thing. It's just more of, like, that Japanese culture Sure. But hey, I won't do, that. do I get a four foot long pink dildo God to slap it. people it in the face? The <laughs> do I get a dildo? It's a little shorter. You might be. <laughs> oh, no, let's not go down this road, please. All right. I think I can take that. No, so how about- like you don't need you don't need dildo weapons in there and things like that. But it's it's just a goofy like GTA, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would, I would again. I would never take it away from people, but I will say Saints Row got a little too ridiculous for me, and this seems to continue that trend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I already said, Yakuza looks looks silly. It looks like it'd be fun. Uh, I should probably give it a chance someday. This next one, OMG Squirrel Suits. I am actually excited for a Battlefield game. Yeah, I so love this Battlefield was, games. This was actually announced a few days ago, but today is when we got some gameplay. Which, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this started the awesome. trend of um, trailers or game properties we knew about, but we got to see something new. Yep. As opposed to some of the earlier conferences where we just saw the same stuff over and over. Same trailer. The same so, trailer, yeah. So I'm going to be Poopy McPoopyton and be the guy <laughs> and say, what is what is different about this battlefield compared to other battlefields? Cause this to me, it looks like battlefield four, except it's stormy out. It's I mean, windy today. Yeah. It has more advanced. It can do weather and that kind of stuff, but it, it does take place. Battlefield four basically takes place now. Modern quote unquote. Yeah. And this will have more so, future tech. Did they say like the weather effects and things like that? So those are small differences, but do they affect like your bullet timing? Like, do they handle like drift differently? So I have no idea. Well, I know the longer the shot you take with a sniper rifle in Battlefield, the more drop off you have, right? Right. Um, Is the wind going to take your shots? I don't know how the hell they process that many bullets in the air. I was going to say that's that's a lot of power. Yep. Also, this is uh, uh, Battlefield Four with twice as many players. Yeah, that's 128. The big, yeah, that's the big difference, is that they're bringing in twice as many players. As long as you're on PC or the the, next the new gen console. Xbox yeah, One and a, PlayStation 4 is 64 yeah. player. Who yeah. gives a rat's ass about Xbox One at this point? 
Somebody that wants and to save ten dollars. Ugh. Somebody. So here's PC Master Race for you, Rich. PC version, Xbox One version, and PlayStation Four version are sixty bucks. Next gen, for some stupid reason, is uh, seventy. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Just unless give you have them an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> because right. of EA Play. Do you, okay. How many how many Game Passes do I need to throw in to get a paycheck? <laughs> At least five more. Okay. Yes. Five more. All right. I'll, I'll try. There's a track. quota we have to reach. And there's a per person. There's tiers to it. It's okay. like multi level marketing. The more mm-hmm. you get other people to say it, you oh. get a little bit of a. Okay. Um, so so since Rich invited me, my game passes go to his paycheck. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he'll gotcha. he'll pay you out. He'll pay you okay. out. That's why we each try to bring someone on, so then there are they can build our base up. Right. Like I brought Chris in, so I'm just getting yeah. all of his. Of course, of course. I'm still have to feed to that. It's so, ridiculous. So sorry. What I was the serious thing <laughs> that I was actually going to say that um, the the price difference on PC is it's only going to last you know like a year or two until they bump it up just like they did. You know, PC used to only be fifty bucks instead of sixty bucks when they went to mm-hmm. whatever Gen three, if you want to call that. And uh, yeah, so it's not going to last long. Yeah, I just don't think they want to piss off the PC market right now. They're trying to get everybody why to love you, them again. Why do so. you say that? I guess I'm curious. What do you What do you mean by piss off the PC market again, or piss them off more? Be well, so like so next gen, right? They can justify it because oh, it's next gen, and we had to no. put a few more rays in with the ray tracing, right? <laughs> we finally even, built our shit to match even a though, PC. Even more though PC version yeah. is going to be better, but there was a there's a pretty decent pushback with those seventy dollar games for next gen, and they're again they're trying to get you know back in good graces or just like hey we're we're still relevant. They're not going to piss off everybody that's actually going to be playing this game by Once. saying this is seventy bucks. I well, I mean, it, I I don't see in my opinion I don't see any justification for increasing the price exactly, for yeah. the current gen console. I don't I don't see it like. It, I okay. Obviously, I don't work at a game company, and I don't know exactly on how much more effort is being put into it. But I, I find it very hard to believe that all of a sudden, like, oh, we put in, you know, this much more effort into making a game, so we have to increase our prices by ten bucks to oh. facilitate those costs. And see, yeah, I would no, have there's... thought that they would have gone the other way on that. You want to use cheaper. the legacy? Yeah, you want to use the legacy system? Oh, cool. Pay seventy dollars for your games instead of sixty because we have to spend extra time supporting. Uh, a you know, ten year old console. Right. Yeah, but they're, that they're PlayStation is newer stuff, so then they can, can keep that price point going as yeah. opposed to having to abandon it down the road. But that's no, my it, point it, on that's my point on like I don't see a justification for it because then it just feels like okay, so this is just the constant growing of prices on yeah, goods because they it's want inflation. more money, yeah. right? They it's want a, more money. Yeah, to there's, me, there's no yeah. justification for it. Be, they, uh, again, it was the new systems provided them with an excuse to say it's more expensive to make games. Right. Which, uh, I don't want to have and then up the price. But this, this is a very large know. discussion that we probably don't want to get into. This is a whole here. other episode. I don't, know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, Mike. I, don't, I feel like the, the, the generation of new parents coming in are you know more tech savvy and more aware of the gaming space as the gaming population increases that i don't know i would like to think that they're more aware of that but if you pair it with a new higher powered console you can kind of justify that argument yeah, right like if you're not really okay I think, I think i think the sticking point that i'm having with the conversation is that i think we need to change the word justify to more uh deceive 
What? <laughs> well, I, I mean, you can good, justify we are, this heat. For <laughs> as much as I don't know that we want to go down this road on We're this there. podcast, um, I, I will say none of us are currently working in the, especially in the financial positions of those companies. So we are not really in the spot to talk about that. Yeah. At the same time, those CEOs make way too more, way too much damn money. Uh, Colin, just to and clarify too, is I'm saying the companies are trying to say it's justified. I don't agree with it. So yeah, right. I think that's, I don't, I'm yeah. impartial. I'm just saying the game companies are saying it's justified. I'm, I'm doing air quotes, even though nobody can see that. Sure. Um, um, anyways, by the way, I just wanted to say, uh, has your guys's audience heard of this product called Xbox Game Pass? <laughs> it's very popular. Uh, there's hundreds and hundreds of games on it, and it's just a subscription fee, and you get access to all these games, and it's it's a wonderful product that you should uh, all sign up for. You're welcome, Rich. <laughs> Thank you yeah. very much, Colin. We love it. Um, a little bit more right. just about Battlefield 2042, just to actually some of the game stuff. The weather stuff looks sweet. The fact that there's a ton of verticality, not only for vehicles, but yourself. Um, one thing they showed off that I thought was kind of pretty cool, but kind of, I mean, it's a video game, so they could justify it, was customizing your weapons on the fly. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay, come on. I didn't like Ever... it. Yes, please, yes. It looked really bad. Come on. Well, like, you could at least give me an animation. The thing that I really enjoyed uh, just seeing the memes of, of Battlefield is, you know, the 0.1% chance of a reload of a silly animation, right? Those are fun. I feel like they could spend a little bit of time of like, hey, you doing your options? Like, okay, make my guy's arm go back into my invisible pocket behind me and pull out the attachment and put it on instead of just like, it's there. Yeah. All about speed, though. That's we why we have they're... to remember. Yeah, I mean, you need the speed in the game, and two, the game's not right. done, so maybe we'll get more of those animations built in as a DLC. It's coming in October. DLC. I'd say animations are <laughs> That's done. probably pretty close to being As a done. DLC, he says, hey, pay five bucks and I'll give you those sweet animations, bro. Hey, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> I, I, a good I way to sell think, more Who makes more this visuals. game? I just throw out there. Who is, yeah, EA? Dice. Yeah. What, did they, what Dice. do they do to Dice. Star Wars? Dice, yeah. What do they do to Star Wars? Just throwing that out yeah, there. Yeah, but they caught a lot of flack for that and have fixed most of it. So I can't I can't fault them too much on that. We can't have soldiers running around in pink camo. It breaks the immersion. Yeah. I well, want no women in my World War II game. Okay. That that one was annoying. But the, <laughs> the pink stormtroopers would really bug me as a Star Wars nerd. It was a pink Darth Vader. Is that what oh, it was? that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. That was I almost kidding. threw my phone over that statement. Hey, come on, guys. It's Pride Month. I'm fine with five. Darth Vader <laughs> would not wear pink. I knew a girl. Well, what that do, you had a... do you know him personally? Yeah, him and I are best buds. Pink is powerful, man. Pink so is powerful. Just how 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 confident he is that he's wearing a full pink outfit and still murdering all the pores. So so twelve minutes was shown after Battlefield. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> this is we finally got an announcement Some for this. This is subtlety. This is an interactive thriller that takes place over, you guessed it, 12 minutes. Um, Shock. It looks cool, but I honestly don't have much to say about it. This is their third year showing it, I yeah. think. So That's true. That's a good point. That's a good this point. Is, is this that... is the shortest roguelike ever. Like it's just twelve yeah. minutes. <laughs> it's a cool idea, but I, I, yeah, I just I don't have much on it. I'm not. I'm honestly not going to play. It's a cool idea, but and they didn't really show much more of that it. They that, haven't yeah, shown before. They haven't shown already. Yeah, we've probably seen about twelve minutes of the game so far from all the <laughs> trailers we've seen. 
<laughs> yeah, one of the, it's got a great cast. It, it does have a good cast. Uh, hopefully, that's enough to carry the game, and make it good. I don't know. I'm excited yeah, for it. But Matt, you bring up a good point: is that we've seen it what three, four E3s back, and yeah. it's still not out. But it seems like it's you know, it's not a lot there. Like, yeah, it seems it's like it's from a small indie company. Like, mm-hmm. why is what's in this game that takes so long? That well, to we change won't. the scripts. We won't see it at next year's E3. It's coming in August. Unless yeah. they do DLC. DLC. Maybe. They're adding a whole minute. <laughs> 13 minutes. 13? The 13th <laughs> minute. <laughs> the next game was actually one I'm really excited about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, think I, think a lot of, yeah, I still need to play the first excited one. excited about this. I think we all agreed it's going to be a book club game here at some point. True. I think yeah. so. Either the um, first one, the second one, or both. Or of both. Them. Yeah. yeah. We'll be book Let's, club games. We're It'll talking Psychonauts back too, to back. by the way. Yep. Another excellent game. So, from, well, hopefully excellent game from Double Do we Fine. just take August and say that's our Psychonauts 1 and then try and hit September Psychonauts 2? Fine we with can. that. Sure. Yeah. And it'll lead Maybe right not. into the spooky games. Oh. This was a, another one of those games which I was super excited to see, especially a new trailer. Um, uh, I, there was there's a different level of excitement for this on like 12 minutes, but this is a, again, I think the third year in a row we've seen it. So um, there was the only difference here is we, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. a lot the, of gameplay. The, the cool thing is um, we obviously got an, uh, a release date. So August 25th. Um, but the cool thing I noticed in it is it looked like there was an inclusion of boss fights, which if you remember from a podcast, yep. I think we did last year was actually one of the big things that came out of the Microsoft purchase of double fine was they weren't like cutting it, but they were running out of runway as far as cash flow as a small studio. And that was mm-hmm. on the chopping block. So when Microsoft came in, um, they were able to afford to put. I, again, I don't know the details. They just gave them that Phil on. Spencer money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, didn't Tim Schafer even say like that was one of the reasons why they agreed to it? Is like, yeah, no, we just <laughs> now have kind of almost infinite cash. Yeah. to make this work. This is great. He's Phil Spencer to... came down with his angel wings and then blessed <laughs> Double Fine with a paycheck for everybody. Yes, you got to imagine they paid a pretty penny for that studio and how much oh, that yeah, went I'm to. Sure Absolutely. Did, you, know? you think so? I, I mean, I think for the name, decent. yeah. I mean, for what Tim I mean, Schaefer, let's, let's sure, yeah. Okay, fine. Tim Schaefer is really the only thing that you're getting kind of namesake from. But like, if you think about it, I don't know. The last time I've seen Double Fine in a critically acclaimed uh, spotlight would be, you know, back with the original Psychonauts. Like, what really came out in more Brutal recent legend. years? Fair. God Brutal damn, Legend. That was such a good game. Um, but I mean, you know, some of the other games that came out, like the the uh, Halloween one, it was that kind was of a pretty good. Quest. That was, it was, a, it it was got okay. a sequel. Hit. That was, was pretty was fun. Okay. I played the first one. Uh, and then they had like a, a point and click adventure game that you know, again, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, Broken Age. Uh, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. People said, but it kind of felt short. Well, and, and I, I mean, I think they really stumbled because they didn't have the backing mm-hmm. like they, they he they make unique games that are kind of weird and need a they need Microsoft basically to be like, yeah, just do your vision. We know it'll be a critical darling that'll sell for shit and we'll put you on Game Pass. So it won't matter how well it sells because people will just play it. Sure. 
because that's that really seems to be the biggest issue is they don't ever have a marketing budget to put to get people to buy the game. Yeah, I think it's just more of uh, they have such a niche audience. Mm-hmm. Is that like if you like those games, you'll like them coming from uh, Double Fine, but you know it's not everybody's cup of tea. And I mean, not to uh, not to shill Game Pass even harder, but I mean that's kind of the power of Game Pass, though, is that the, those niche audiences, like you can actually reach way beyond a niche audience, we and then you can get people like uh, like all of us, right, who haven't played the original Psychonauts, because why would I go and buy? a $50, $60 game of Psychonauts when I it's not really my bag. I don't even mm-hmm. know if I'll like something like that versus now where it's like Plague Tale, sure. Psychonauts, fuck it, why not? You know, like I'll just play think, anything because I can. Yeah. And that's a big draw, I think, for it the is smaller studios draw. going to yeah. Game Pass is getting people like that going, oh, well, it's free, air quotes again. Right. Um, so I think you know, this game is going to... This game is going to, I feel like Psychonauts 2 is going to blow up on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I agree. So I was trying to find information on how much they actually paid for the studio. They paid yeah. $13 million alone in the rights for like from the publisher from Psychonauts. So I assume it had to be a, a decent chunk just to get all of their, their stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, because they even got rights to some of the LucasArts stuff, which I seemed... Sounds like it. That would have been messy back in the day, like Day of the Tentacle, Grim Fandango, yep. all those guys. So, I'm excited for it. I'll play yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's <laughs> it clearly is going to be a game, uh, a book club game. So <laughs> it's going to be two book club games. Yes, I could just skip it. You know, just done. <laughs> Kidding. Sure. Um, then we kind of got a, a little bit of a break of all of the like game announcements, and we kind of got a little bit of a here is the future of Bethesda with Microsoft and kind of the what games are going to be coming out um, as far as Game Pass goes, the dates and those things. So that's neat. I think the one nice piece of news that came out of them was going over a couple of their franchises that already have you know some updates coming but weren't major splashes as far as news but doom eternals next gen upgrade is pretty nice um since i was a bum and i bought it on on uh, xbox i've been waiting for this so i could get all the ray tracing and and doom eternal um obviously we mentioned the skyrim 10 year anniversary and and chris could probably talk a little bit to the fallout 76 stuff so yeah yeah uh the game uh the new updates sound really cool i'm excited to be able to go back to the uh the pit that was last seen in fallout three if i remember it correctly yep um and yeah fallout 76 has become a fairly decent fallout game so i'm excited to see um what more they'll add to it and how it continues to evolve but i'm also excited that we got all the previous fallout games are finally on xbox game pass i mean if you were a fallout fan or like They've been out for so long, and they've been free many mm-hmm. times, or at oh, least yeah. very cheap. I have them on GOG too, but yeah, <laughs> I'm saying like you don't have them by now. I'm like, uh, <laughs> so this I mean, is. I, I this don't is... have them. I might. I mean, I could consider playing like Fallout Three or New Vegas or something, just because I've heard New it's... Vegas is such a good game. That's I, what everyone who plays. It. Yeah, that's what everybody who's played Fallout tells me is that New Vegas is just so good. And uh, I don't know. I don't think it's aged well, in my opinion. I think it would be. Hard okay. to go back to play. 
Metro hasn't aged well. We'll see how this stands <laughs> the test of time. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I knew, like, yeah, I've had the Fallout games for a while on numerous different platforms. It's all about having, like, if I could have every game in one launcher, that's the goal. That's the end game for me. Sure. Let's yeah, minimize yeah. how many damn windows I have to open but up to be able much, to play a video how game. How often are you going to go back to all of those other Fallout games, right? Exactly. Like, if 76 continues to go in the upward trend that it is, what is the point of replaying some well, of those games? I mean, that's... I know I, I get picked on for my GameStop addiction <laughs> of, like, getting rid of stuff, but it's... One, it's clutter. Two, it's... I'm never going to go back and play it after, like, five years. Yeah. Occasionally, I like to go into like uh, Fallout 2 was my first experience into the Fallout universe. So it's a, occasionally fun to kind of jump back in there and be like, can I actually still play this? Because odds are I, I suck at it now. And the answer is, yeah, I suck at it now. It does not play well for me. But it's still fun. I love going back and playing old games. Yeah, I actually uh, installed Warcraft 3 again. I was playing that <laughs> a little bit. That's a little <laughs> bit different, I think. In comparison to like a Fallout or like I can't I don't go back and play the Elder Scrolls games. I would maybe play Morrowind again, but if I want to go to Morrowind, I'll do it in ESO. Like I just don't know. Yeah. No. But we got some ESO news. Kind of. Kind of. I call it news. I'm kind of disappointed. Why? Well, all we got was like we're sending you this enhanced console version Mm -hmm. for the Xbox, you know, and that's about it. You know, it's just yeah, well, it might I mean, look they... a little pre- prettier, but it's not going to be, you know, there's no new updates coming. There's no new. Co- I know it just dropped new content. But... Yeah. yeah, I was going to say the Oblivion just came out, right? Or at least coming out. Uh, Blackstone. Yeah, Blackstone they, just dropped today they or can... this past week. Uh, wasn't their main content that you can go into the Oblivion gates? Uh, I don't I haven't been through it yet. Blackwood. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They are open, but I don't know. I haven't actually gone to the Blackwood part of it yet. I'm still trucking around through other areas. So we'll see. But it's not like more new stuff on the horizon. Like we didn't get a future, you know, what is the next thing or anything related to like six. That's what I really wanted to see is like, where are we at with this? How much longer do we need to wait and play Skyrim? I think the only bone I will give Todd Howard is that when they originally announced six is that they were pretty forward and saying like, Hey, we're saying that it's a thing, but it's like way out there. So don't expect anything anytime soon. Yeah, yep, that's fair. But I'm a gamer and I expect something at every <laughs> yeah, I mean, now. Exactly. I, I watch so many other streams that are just like, what do you mean? You didn't give us any uh, Elder Scrolls six infos. They haven't yeah. released Starfield. Let it go. Right. <laughs> and uh, what? You're not going to announce it on E3? It means the game's dead. Game's yeah, dead. Right. Not happening. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's dead. I just, like, for me, right. I, it's not that I expected it. Um, I was really hopeful, right? Like, it's going to be the same thing nice. with the Nintendo. It's going to be mm-hmm. the same thing with the Nintendo. I'm going to be like, Switch Pro, Switch Pro, Switch Pro. And then they're not going to, right? So it's, right. you know, it's, it's a bit of disappointment is all it is. They really focused on, you know, existing games that's kind of what i was disappointed with with the last few pieces of e3 is it's all kind of like here's some existing stuff with little Mm -hmm. bits of rainbows behind it and sunshine and it's like just give us something new well i I would say it's not a video just talk about it give us a little more like (laughs) something 
I think it's because they made a mistake by showing us a, even though it was a nothing trailer, they gave us a trailer last year or two years ago. And it's, people are still like, it exists. Therefore we need updates constantly about it. It's like, no, it's, they already said Starfield first, then Elder Scrolls six. They made a mistake by showing that to us. Like we kind of knew it was going to happen. I mean, I think they're gun shy off of Halo. I I think think that they're pulling back any kind of pre, like here's some neat new stuff that's not really ready um, because of Halo. I think that really like gave them a gut punch. Like, oh no, we're not going to give you anything because you're going to judge the hell out of it. I think they were too focused on Starfield. Like, Mm -hmm. let's show this. Right? I don't. Second trailer about a dude in a spaceship. You're right. it, It was a lady. Oh, was it? It was a lady. Ladies can be dudes too. <laughs> How many dudes have you fucked? I don't know. Like, it's just it's just this place you want Mike to announce that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, to to Chris's point, he originally brought it up is that like you know they they've been busy on Starfield, right? Is that like. Uh, I agree with Rich, and I think I honestly prefer on how they announced the two, is that hey, here's Starfield, hey also, you know, Elder Scrolls 6 is definitely a thing, and you're going to this place, um, but it's a long ways out, we're kind of but focused on Starfield right now. they didn't even tell us yeah. the place. Because if, yeah. if there's one trend that I'd love to see die, uh, die quickly, is that the, this whole idea that we have to keep everything that we're making an absolutely monstrous surprise. I, I do agree and with that. All that does is just spread that that just builds rumor and the fact that and they kind of get leaks. Well, that's I mean, it's nice that they jump out ahead of it and say, look, just dispelling, you know, just making sure that you guys know that we are working on Elder Scrolls six. And I think, you know what? I'm not this. I'm not necessarily disappointed. I didn't see any. I thought it would have been cool if we did. But yeah, like we were kind of talking about this a little bit during the uh, the live stream is that even if they might have been able to get something ready to go, 2020 is still pretty much a wash of a year. You oh, know, yeah. with with you know, without with all the shit that happened in 2020 and people not, you know, trying to figure out how to work on stuff, if they were starting a brand new project and they're trying to get this thing off the off the runway at all for E3 this year, I'm I'm not upset with them at all. You know, I, I completely understand. I think I'll, I think some of this kind of relies on us, the gamers, too. To your point, I don't think it was a problem they showed Elder Scrolls Six the other year. It and mm-hmm. it's okay to expect, you know, or not expect to to want them to show something. I was hoping right. they would show something for it as well, but you can't get mad, right? It's again, especially since as we I'm were saying, not mad. I'm disappointed. I'm just I'm I'm speaking <laughs> as a as a general general group. People. People are mad that uh, God of War two got pushed, right? Um, you know. Oh my but, god, they were livid about yeah, that. Yeah, but you know, just so, because they said twenty twenty one, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna bump it because of the pandemic," and now people are getting pissed. So, um, I mean, I think you know, again, with the Elder, or Elder Scrolls stuff, it's just like it was fine. It's okay to get excited and hopeful, but don't get mad. You know, I especially think- when they said Sears out, they may or may not show something. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the other the other side of the coin is that you look at Rockstar, right? And the last time that they released a GTA game was, what, six years ago now? You know, seven years ago? And they haven't necessarily announced that they're going to do another GTA. You can make the assumption, right? Because it makes money, and it would be dumb if they didn't. But they haven't said, like, hey, yeah, in development is this GTA. I prefer the way Bethesda did. Is that, like, hey, it's a thing, long ways out, so don't ask. 
and then versus now people are like you see forums all the time on reddit saying like g or like rockstar's not doing anything on gta rockstar's garbage all they do is uh multiplayer dlc for gta 5 and red dead online come on uh, red dead's dead yeah <laughs> Speed, uh, I thought it was. I, I haven't even played the second one of those, so it is dead to me too. Oh my god, it's such a good game. To your to your point, Mike, for your earlier point about just being hopeful for the Nintendo, uh, the Super Nintendo Switch uh, at the Nintendo event, I've gone into probably the last like ten E3s, hoping I'm going to get a Crimson Sky sequel. Oh, I thought you so were going to say every sunset year. Over okay. oh. First off, <laughs> we'll get to Sunset because I do no. have comments about that. We don't have to talk about it. So I'll, <laughs> it's I'll the last, Game Pass, right? Crimson Skies would be amazing. I'll throw the last <laughs> comment about, you know, Elder Scrolls 6. And it's really just like a, hey, Bethesda, you going to show, you know, some Elder Scrolls 6? Be a lot cooler if you did. It's about him. <laughs> yeah. Give I us some concept art. I can appreciate transparency of any kind. And I think a lot of the audience does too. Like mm-hmm. you could probably throw a little bit of a bone or something like that. And even a comment, like just a, Hey, I know you want to see like six, but it's not going to be here today. We're really, you know, working hard on it and it's coming along. Great. Like something like that, even like a mention, I, I think would have been nice. It got some type of just offhand comment. Not a yeah. Wasn't one. that, <laughs> wasn't that when it was announced? Hey guys, this is a ways out. Don't ask about it. <laughs> well, I mean, also that. But it, it, both Peter Hines and Phil Spencer mentioned it in passing. It, it just was an offhanded comment that it's something down the road. I, I don't. I, I'm hopeful, but I don't expect anything no. for it. So. No. Maybe next year. It could have been love, but it's over now. It'll be next uh, we, year when we are playing party animals. Yes. Exactly. I was just going to get us into that one. Um, we talked about this a little bit uh, at the beginning, but party animals was also announced uh, coming animals. in 2022, and it is a physics-based multiplayer game where the stuffies don't explode. It looks so. fun. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks like gang beasts, but more stuff. But more animal. Yeah. Yeah, yep. more more animal and and there are things you can do. Yeah, more props. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Props. It'll be fun. We'll see if we can take bets to see who's the best uh, campfire. <laughs> I was gonna say we'll do some live animal. streams for that. Yeah, I mean we have yep. to. Yep. Um, Dan got some exciting news out of this one too. Unfortunately, I don't think this one is a Game Pass game. It so is. if you'll. No, it is. I didn't yep. see that on the thing, but Hades is coming August 13th. I'm so happy I didn't buy this one. I almost pulled the trigger like three or four times. They had the physical Switch edition. I was like, ooh, no, no, just wait. It's coming. So, yeah, so it was a lot of people's game of the year last year. So, and I'm, Dan, I'm thrilled. Yeah, Dan, our audio guy during the live stream, was just super excited about it and just couldn't say anything bad about it he had a blast with it so. just rave reviews from him so Man. also a little spoiler uh battlefield far cry and diablo are the only three games that we're going to talk about here tonight as far oh. as what was shown in the show that are not on game pass ah, so okay. but what the hell was this uh, next game somerville summer Som- <laughs> or summer summer somerville Som- yeah I, oh my gosh that game looks so cool i can't wait to play it I don't yeah, really I mean, know what to like think a, about it. It's like an artistic kind of. Uh, I kind of toss it up to be like inside or yeah, uh, limo. Yep, it, it does it. look exactly the same as those ones. 
But with a creepy little kid. I mean, a very creepy, creepy little, little kid, kid in uh, limo. And well, I guess you're right. The way the trailer ends with the family and the dog sleeping, and then you see the shadow and the kid gets up and looks out the door, just like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Too so unrealistic. Fun. That dog would have been like perking his head up like, what was that? But maybe that's part of the point. Maybe the fact that the dog can't really sense it. Like, that's what I... It, it, I, I'm excited for that game. I'm I don't know, reasonably excited maybe, for that game. If my maybe dog, the dog's deaf. I don't know. If my, <laughs> if my dog even sees a paper bag or like a like a plastic bag in the yard, she goes ape shit. So yeah. <laughs> that's why. Maybe there's something about the aliens that they just don't trigger dogs. Could be friendly aliens. Maybe to dogs that is. I'd be, yeah, I'm I mean, so excited. Yeah, maybe my... it's maybe it's like a whole like maybe the aliens are dogs. You know, like in what was it Star Trek? What was the fourth one with the whales? You know, the whales were pissed at uh, humans. Voyage home. Yeah, so the God, whales didn't like humans. But I'm sure the whales were excited that they're... <laughs> Anyways. I think it'll be interesting. I think it might be one of those things that maybe we pick up if the community suggests, like, hey, do this one as a, yeah. a book club. Could be a book club. Yeah. You know, just something to tease out there. But I don't know. Other than that, I probably won't get it. Yeah, we don't really know much about, like, how long it could be, what the actual style of gameplay is, like... We don't know anything yet, really. So next on our list here, um, something I was kind of surprised to see, especially uh, given you know how much I've seen very little about it, actually. Uh, Diablo 2 this. is coming to the Xbox. <laughs> I knew you were. Whenever you started that way, I knew you were going to do that. But we started talking about it, so let's start Diablo 2 Resurrected. Yep. Diablo 2 um, Resurrected coming to the Xbox. Yeah, that's really about it. If you've played yep. Diablo 2, if you know what Diablo 2 yeah, is, it's, it's an, I'm, I'm going to that game. I'm yep. personally excited for this. I I I started getting into Diablo before Diablo 3, but it was only for about two hours play, playing Diablo 2. And that's what everybody says was like the best one and so good. Yes, I'll say if you um, like Diablo 3, you will love Diablo 2. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for this. This looks awesome. I can't wait to play this. Uh, but unfortunately, D2 it's not on didn't Game have the Pass, auction but... house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good point. Yeah, right? D two didn't have the auction house. That's right, <laughs> make money, real what life are you money. Do? Rich, what do you think of D two remastered, resurrected? Uh, I should say. I think it's going to be great. I'm, I think I'm excited be fun. for it. Yeah. So obviously, you're the Diablo expert in the room right here. And I've uh, got a couple hundred hours into each of the Diablo games. So sorry, what do I? you guys are the the pair experts on That's the right. Diablo PhD. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Rich has got um, <laughs> So I, I'm similar to Matt. I really only played D3, um, and I know Rich. You've been yelling at me to play uh, D1 and D2, um, but. Uh, the the new graphics look nice obviously it just looks like they updated the environments with more realistic or like more modern graphics but they've mm-hmm. left the the animations the, yep. the same janky oldness do you mm-hmm. like that or yeah. like do you do you enjoy the fact like oh yeah it looks like how it did back in the day but not really yeah no i think it uh honestly the way that they updated the graphical fidelity of it i think it actually looks really really nice mm-hmm. it's really yeah. retained it's look and feel without having to sacrifice looking more like Diablo three, which of course got a lot of criticism for looking too much uh, from straying too far away from the Diablo look and feel. Mike, did Um, you have something to say about Diablo? Whoops. (laughs) I moved my mouse and I clicked the hand button, but But yeah, I'm i I'm quite excited about it because I've, I've put in a lot of time into Diablo one, two, three and Diablo two is by far the best Diablo. (laughs) 
Not sure. Are you going to bring your old save into the Diablo 2 Resurrected? I've uninstalled and reinstalled that game so many times, <laughs> I don't have any saves left. And all my old Battle.net accounts don't exist anymore. Mm, Did they bummer. say if it's going to have like the DLC? So like, can I start with the Druid if I want to? I'm going to guess. It's, yeah. I mean, the Druid, the Druid was in the trailer. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna assume this is gonna have Lord of Destruction. Like they won't make you. Yeah, they did say that. For it. Yeah, that's oh. gonna be included. They said. Um, I the reason for my question, Rich, about the graphics is that as somebody who did not play the original, is that, um, how they did it made it seem like they are making the game for specifically you, Rich, and Mike, that audience. Um, me as an outsider, it was like. Hey, it looks it looks pretty now, but it looks still old, and I don't know if I want to play it. You know, I mean, if you don't want to play it because it looks old, I guess that's kind of your, it's kind of your thing. But I feel like the the gameplay speaks for itself. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I can. I really think that's say why they have. That. I think that's why they have Diablo Four coming too, right? Like, if you're not, this is a nostalgia play. They absolutely want to put this out there for the people that loved it. Like for me, I could go play Warcraft three because like the new one, uh, the remake, because I didn't really play the first one or the original. So I probably wouldn't care. I probably would be like, eh, whatever. Um, but being that they have four, that's the newer, prettier, fancier piece to it. And they're kind of coming along the same timeline. So I think there's always that option for people that are like, yeah, I don't want to go back and play that one. I want a crisp, fancy, fresh Diablo. Good point, right. Mike, is that, uh, just kind of put an idea in my head. Is anybody nervous about Blizzard? About this one? <laughs> I've happened for I've, quite some time. We should, yeah, we I've, I've shared, back. yeah, I've shared so many opinions over the last, like, what, three months of episodes about Seems my like concerns about Blizzard. Yeah, Once a month we'd be reporting on somebody new that left. Sorry, either yeah. someone that left or really, I think the last three months when we've talked, it's it's all these vets that have started their own new studios doing blizzard like projects that right i guess very blizzard my my point is is that anybody nervous about this diablo 2 resurrected because of the current state of blizzard no and the reason that i say that is because they got the people behind the tony hawk remake doing diablo 2 resurrected and i okay yeah, the the Tony Hawk remake was so damn good that I am I am putting my trust into that team, not necessarily Blizzard. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot they could do to screw that up, right? You're just giving I... an uplift. Yeah. Have you played Warcraft yeah, 3 Reforged? They said, yeah, yeah. They, they said that about can, Warcraft 3 Reforged. There can be a lot of things that you mess up with that, <laughs> as they've shown in the past. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah. If they're not changing the game fundamentally they're just giving it a facelift i don't think <laughs> again i don't know director. i don't yeah i don't know what to tell you like they that's literally all they needed to do what they're doing for diablo 2 or at least what it appears what they're doing for diablo 2 is literally all they needed to do for warcraft 3 and they, yeah, they severely it so messed it up so bad yep. so that's why i made the comment of like is this potential of another warcraft 3 no fiasco? i think uh, really what i think I mean that this could go into a whole nother episode. Uh, <laughs> like the the thing with Warcraft Three, I think, is that 
there was a an article released by I think IGN that kind of detailed a lot of some of the inner turmoil at Blizzard. And one of the things they talked about with that is that Diablo three had such a tiny amount of development time, and that they were basically pulling people from every team imaginable to cram them onto that team to pump it out as fast as humanly possible. I it was bound to be a disaster. Um, you, this sorry, I don't. Think you so. mean you mean Warcraft three? Correct. Warcraft 3, that, that was why it ended up turning into being a disaster is because they, they were trying to push this out. They announced it too quick, and then they tried to get it out too fast. Sure. Anyway, so uh, Microsoft E3, uh, Halo Infinite. We had Halo Infinite. Have you guys ever heard of that? Small game? Small Halo. game, Halo I'm Infinite. I'm unfamiliar. I will start off with this. Tiny indie company. I, I am... applied for a job at that tiny indie company. I am a hundred percent disappointed in you three four three. No Greg memes. Craig? What's the deal? Yeah, no Craig. Craig no Craig it, memes. Yeah. <laughs> if I can even I was, get it right, I'll start with my disappointment. No Craig memes. Not enough. Not enough single player campaign shown or whatever campaign. Whatever. We, we right? just saw an overview of a map. This mm-hmm. wasn't. This wasn't like fifteen minutes long. I think they should have spent more time on it. Um, but goddamn, like I actually went back and rewatched this, and I'm actually more excited for this, which I didn't think I would be because I'm very skeptical of C- 343. Their showing last year was awful. Um, but so, I-, I blame Joe Stanton because once he came on board, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm anytime he talks, I'm listening. He's a he's an old bungee vet, and he knows his shit, and I'm excited. So speaking of the last time that they showed it, that's where the meme of the brute came from, right? Like yep, that's, awful yep, looking brute. Yep. That's the Craig memes. Have you have you noticed that? Yeah, like you were saying, they didn't show any brutes at all. It was only mm-hmm. ya boy Master Chief, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And they and played it safe. Blue lady knock off Cortana. They played it super safe. They were like, they we got we got bit last time. We need to keep this under wraps until we're ready to show it. And that's why we didn't 100%. get an exact date of the November date that we're on. I said it on the stream. I'm saying it again. November 15th. I'm calling it. You can say I'm wrong. 20 years of Halo, 20 years of Xbox, November 15th. It's, it's, I know it's like a Monday or something, but let's be real. Well, that's what the recruiter dude said is like mid November is what they're pushing for. So there's no way it's not that date. They didn't tell me what game it was when I was talking to them, but they could tell me, Hmm, I wonder what it would bit. be. <laughs> they were like, but yeah, is, working for 343 on a big project. It is uh, launching in holiday 2021, both campaign and multiplayer. There's been rumors going around. I think that's why they emphasize that. There's been rumors going around that one or the other, or I think it was more the multiplayer wouldn't ship until 2022, but they squashed that here. So yeah. So they, they ended up leaning a lot more into the multiplayer for this this, I guess, this year's conference instead of the campaign stuff. They showed a little bit of campaign, I guess a little bit of you get introduced to the new like discount Cortana and then we got the, <laughs> the Walmart Cortana, the Walmart so, Cortana. Yeah, and Hold then, on, let, let's talk about that for a minute because I couldn't confirm. I didn't see any theories or anything come out yet. Um, I still think that's Jen Taylor voicing it. I think that's, I think that's just Cortana 2.0, not like as a joke, but literally we, we already like Halsey probably created the second Cortana and, that's the new one. I'm reserving all. I'm not speculating any of that. It's discount Cortana. Well, she did say like I was supposed to be deleted. What happened? Like some yeah. maybe it is. There, there was also like again like some something about both multiplayer and single player about this reminded me so much of Halo Three. And there were scenes 
and there were audio or your musical tones that were played during the the single player stuff that I, I it's I don't know why those things make me think this, but I, I think it's she's going to be your new Cortana and she's essentially going to be Cortana, but not called Cortana. She'll be called Cortana or Cartana. I don't know. Cortina. It's Cortina. I hope it's a distinctly different name. Yeah, you get my point, though. I think it's still I think it's going to be a Cortana 2.0. And see, I am i don't know how I feel about that because you can't replace Cortana. It'd be like trying to replace Master Chief. Did they I actively think, kill her? Like, I didn't I, play no. anything past no, Reach. No, she, she's the she, villain. She still she went rampant. They turned yeah. her into a villain. She, they went, tried well, she went rampant is what and happened. They tried to kill her off in 4. It was very emotional and dramatic. And then they resurrected her in 5 to make her the villain. And now we don't was, know what the hell she's doing. I was fine with her dying in 4. I and mean, I was too. I thought that, it was a good send-off. That's I, that's, I think with Halo Infinite, they're trying to also bring a lot of fans back which again i think is also why uh there's justification for this cortana 2.0 because everybody loves cortana let's not give chief a new ai or or like let's give him a new one but again it's just going to be cortana 2.0 so again i think that's why that's i think that's what it's going to be and i like i said i don't i don't agree with that direction i think that's you it's cortana is irreplaceable if you're going to do if you're going to give him an ai it's got to be something wildly different. I mean, we thought about the same thing with Jarvis, right? But then we got a new one in the Marvel series for um, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care about Jarvis at all. So I'm I'm or, disconnected. Or Friday. I'm disconnected from Halo and the more recent ones. It's probably uh, better. The start of the, yeah, the start uh, of the the start of the Halo Infinite trailer. Uh, you see your boy Master Chief floating through space, shooting one bullet, and that's all he had. And then gets more bullets because surprise. Um, but somebody's talking to him in his head. And like the oh. back of his head turns green. Yeah. I guess I thought because I knew that Cortana disappeared and was off doing shenanigans, but I guess I figured that was his new AI, some green boy, uh, like Scottish man. No, I assume that was um, supposed to be the guy that was on the ship. From so the, the cinematic, yes, he's a, he's a, I, the pilot. I, that's I actually up his Master name. Chief's. That's actually Master Chief's voice when it's not going through the helmet. Gotcha. <laughs> when it's I unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> I th- I don't know if they gave him a name yet. No, no so, I haven't so heard it. That that's from the first trailer two mm-hmm. years ago, and he was in it last year as well. But he's the, the what they're going through is the wreckage, if I remember correctly, of Infinity. It was destroyed by Cortana or whatever. But him and um, this pilot somehow ended up together, right? Um, so that's who's talking to him whenever gotcha. you see the little green stuff. Yeah, it's a guy um, that gets all excited because he jump started Master Chief again. Yep. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that now. That's yep. right. Yeah. So Using anyway, a car battery. They uh, they dive into the multiplayer a little bit, which honestly Exciting. looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like how they, they yeah. made the grappling hook look not so weak. It didn't look like it was trying to pull like, you know, 6,000 pounds <laughs> of body armor. Yeah. Um, They were doing some really cool, fun stuff with it, like, you know, like grabbing weapons across the map kind of a thing or latching onto vehicles and stuff (laughs) like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It looked it looked really, really nice. I'm just excited for those multiplayer matches where I see someone running for a gun and I'm just like, ah, nope. Right. Mine, jerk face. Uh, Until it grabs the like rock next to it and oh yeah, no, I I know my accuracy. I'm going to miss all the goddamn time. Uh huh. they 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 didn't specifically call it out in the multiplayer side of the trailer, um, it uh, but 
I was pretty sure what I saw was it. And they, they came out with an article on Halo Waypoint afterwards. Um, Big Team Battles back. I'm so freaking excited. I don't nice. care. Don't at me. Don't tell me yet was in five because F you. It was a shit version of BTB. It, hey, it Matt, just... did you know that it was actually in five? Like, <laughs> what do you mean it was? Oh, see, now we have to spend the rest. Who of this, invited this, this clown on here? <laughs> yeah. um, trying to call Matt down. Matt, it's but okay. It's, yeah, it's it was okay. called Warzone, Matt. That Warzone <laughs> was okay, but that was also not big team battle. Big team battle. But it's back, baby. It's twenty-four players, so twelve on twelve. Um, it, 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 I'm so excited because uh, BTB was what I love playing in in three, and I guess it was in in, in all the others as well. But um, yeah, I, I'm super excited that that's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be cool. I think the, uh, of course, intro- introducing bots to mm-hmm. matches is really, really new for the Halo so, series. Wait, I, th- I swear there was a Halo that had bots in it before. Am I wrong? There has never been a wrong. There has never been a Halo that's had multiplayer bots that you could play against. Do you like that? Do you like that concept of having bots in the game? Sure. I don't. Why? Yeah, I know. I'm curious. Rich. No, I guess I'm genuinely curious. Why? Why do you find that as a positive in a multiplayer game? Because everybody needs some sort of a skill level to play against. (laughs) Wait, so. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Is it like a, a PVE kind of a thing? Like, no. oh, yeah. we're 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 like idiot players, and we're a bunch of casuals that don't know how to play Halo, so we're going to play a five v five against five players oh. against five bots. So yeah, yes. let me go in a something little bit like of this that. Since, That's fine. Since I read about this, right? So they're introducing something's called Spartan Academy. Yeah, they have to have some name and background okay, to everything in Halo universe, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> multiplayer is pro- part of the lore, but. But the remember, Rich, in the live cast, you're like, who's this lady talking? Right. It's this new commander that's in charge of Spartan Academy. Um, But bots are only playable. This isn't you know, that's literally going to be custom games. And that's all it's going to be for. You know, you can't. And and it's since this is free to play. I'm guessing the reason they're putting them in there is because they want to train you so that you get better and then you get sucked into the actual multiplayer and. They hook well, you, like right? I said, I mean, even even with that, I mean, if you're kind of a, a lower skill level, I mean, yeah, you should be able to fire up a custom match and do kind of like a five v five comp stomp like you would in any other game. I don't. It's see another that. way. Yeah, I guess to, another to way that. to learn the maps and the weapons too. If right. you're that kind of person to come up with ultimate loadouts or, or, pra- or want to see new or maps, doing things like pra- you know, practicing anything right like you yeah you could be practicing timings you could be practicing snipe shots against moving targets or something like that like yeah you could yeah i I guess i don't see this as a bad thing i guess i just find it an interesting thing to try and highlight as a as something new you know um i guess the way i see it is i like like you guys just said that uh basically every other multiplayer game has bots in some form like obviously call of duty has had bots forever so I, I mm-hmm. guess I find it a bit strange that they are trying to put this as a selling point. Like, hey, we got bots in our well, game that you can practice well, I think against because you're bad. We've if... been talking about this for quite a while, about you know what is um, Halo Infinite, right? And we're saying it's kind of Halo CE potentially like redone. Like it's a, a new launch point for people to get into the game. So it does make sense. It's a sense. soft reboot. They've, yeah. they've even said it. You know, it's it gives people that chance to really get into it and get to learn the system against bots. I thought it was going to be in like competitive multiplayer, like in the actual things where they're like, oh, there's not enough people. Here's some bots to fill those slots. And that's where 
I don't like it because yes. you know it's just oh, yeah. you it's should not, be playing with yeah. people. It's not the same. Yeah. See, it's it's not going to be bots in the actual match made. It's just you can right. Right, 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 right. And that's right. that was my misunderstanding and why I was against it. See, and I yeah. make an argument that that's why single player exists. No, Fair. it's not the Fair. same. I I agree with Chris. I agree with Chris. Is that at least historically in shooter games is that if you wanted to learn the game and the mm-hmm. mechanics is that you played the single player and that's how you learn how to do it. Yeah. That's not and a, then you jump into multiplayer when you want to have I'm going to go with the and best that's not shooter at all because that's how I would practice in Unreal Tournament and Quake and things like that. I would play against bots. That's how My I would f- practice and learn how to but play I mean, the game. Unreal Tournament didn't have a single player. It Quake didn't have a did. campaign, right? Okay, Quake fine, did. Fine, whatever. Hands Quake. down. You said the Unreal best. Tournament, boy. The best game that I've played that had a bot mode like that is Rainbow Six. When you'd go do the terrorist hunts, sure. that for me, because they were on multiplayer missions, like on multiplayer maps, yeah. that for me was a good way to learn the maps, learn, you know, places that you could hide, places that you could sneak through and really, you know, get that level of detail and how you can, you know, work through a map and with a small team. Right, That's because fair. it's not just about it's not just aiming and things like that that you're going to be learning against bots. It's things like what are the angles of the map that I can learn to control? What are the power positions on the map? Let me learn how the map actually plays out so I can figure out how to play the power positions and you know just learn where the weapons are and things Without like that. Without the like, teabagging. I guess uh, but that too. I yeah. guess that's part of the experience though is the teabagging. That was <laughs> you know, you need to learn that part. If the bots do not teabag, what's the point? I mean, See, they might. You don't know. What what I'm learning from this conversation is is when I do really good in multiplayer, it is literally just luck because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I would uh, make the argument saying that like you can sure uh to the point of like learning the maps and learning the angles i, I suppose you can do that in in a, a in a bot atmosphere but uh, to give some kind of comparison uh like in a moba like here's of the storm uh they added the versus ai like i thought it was the dumbest thing because like if you want to learn how to play the game like sure you can play against ai to learn your spells but like you're not really going to learn how to play a game against real people by playing against bots you know i mean you can to a degree but it's also it's just a lower stress variant of the game if you can't handle playing against other players but you still kind of want a multiplayer experience why shouldn't you be able to play against bots that's my fair my opinion here is this i really don't care if it's in there or not it's going to be useful to somebody and those people that don't need it aren't going to need it but i will put a asterisk here if i worked at 343 I was a producer or game director who was making the call for features. And I went, my campaign and multiplayer are a mess. Yes, let's keep developing bots. I would have been like, get that out of there. Get those people working yeah. on the campaign or and, multiplayer uh, because that's kind of important. And I um, say, I say I win and I'm right because I could beat all of you at Halo anyway. <laughs> well, there you go. There's, there's oh, the main counter argument to your bots <laughs> thing is that in the end, get good. Yes. Get good. So to kind of tie up the Halo stuff a little bit here, um, uh, there we'll actually probably be talking about it more because from recording this <laughs> tomorrow or when you're potentially listening to this yesterday, uh, there was a uh, there's going to be a multiplayer like showcase where they're going to talk a lot more about multiplayer. So I'm sure we'll be revisiting Halo Infinite sometime soon. All right. So this next game that we're going to talk about. I totally get like when we were watching the live stream, I totally guessed at what it was 
just as a joke because we had played it earlier in the year and it turned out to actually be a sequel to the game that I was guessing about. And I like is, that you're like, it's a Plague's Tale. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, oh, is this, what is this? Like a Plague's Tale or something? Cause it's like, looks like a, like a French village or something. And it looks kind of decrepit. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you see like the rats and you hear Amicia talking. I'm like, holy shit. Like I was right. Yeah. So we got a sequel to a Plague Tale, a game that we did a book club of uh, back in January. Yeah, January. I'm sure we'll do a book club yeah. on this one, but it's not oh, going yeah. until next Definitely. year. Yeah, so we got uh, our January book club is getting a sequel, so that's going to be fun coming 2022. I'm feeling if this one has more like dog murdering in the beginning, I'm just going to skip Aww. it because <laughs> that was uh... it was heartbreaking. <laughs> what did that dog ever do to you, developers? That's so sad. That's a gut uh, punch right off the bat. All I can mm. really say about it, so I've never played uh, Plague's Tale, but uh, the all I can really say about the trailer about the second one is that the rat tsunami looked silly and really dumb. And you I should play like the it. first one, yeah, and you then you'll the think the rat tsunami is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah wait till you see a rat tornado and yeah, then rat- start <laughs> judging a rat tsunami. <laughs> that also sounds dumb. <laughs> <laughs> rat the tower of rats that went up and then came smashing. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so ridiculous. You that had a rat, tor- and it wasn't just rat tornadoes; it was a rat tornado fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, a right. Fucking Spoilers. a boss fight of rat tornadoes. Uh, uh, that doesn't as it ridiculous just, as it sounds, Cullen. Just, you actually should just, play it. it was just a lot go of fun. play a Plague Tale because it's just a good game. But it is yeah, a legitimately good game. Yep. Uh, Far Cry Six coming October seventh. We don't seen have so to much spend too much time on this because no. we covered this in the I'm previous episode. Right unless, too. Oh, oh, slime I just, just want to no. give them credit no. because no. no one thing. Let me say it, or I'm going to keep bugging. We saw hey, new Chris, stuff. Hey, Chris, That's it. The, it's not new. We the, did. No, no. I, I agree with Chris. I agree with Chris. So we were talking crap about this in the previous Son episode. Of a bitch. Some people are showing <laughs> the same trailers at every showcase. Ubisoft has shown a different trailer at every showcase, yeah. so I'll give them credit there. That's it. That's all I want to say. Now I'm on the Slime Rancher too. I'm just gonna throw this out there that there's way too much agreeing with Chris going on today. Like, <laughs> way too much. Stop yeah. it. What do you Suck mean? it. Turns out I'm right occasionally. <laughs> I just I just got into a big argument about bots about how Chris is wrong. <laughs> I know, but like three people have given him like I agree today. Yeah, I'm most uncomfortable with that. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Don't give him right. that kind of power. Has anybody played Slime Rancher 1? I never played the original yes. Slime Rancher. It's weird and kind of Do you think it deserves creepy. a sequel? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Chris a fun game. Does yeah, does cuz I don't know. I have no exposure to Slime Rancher and this You vacuum up looks... loops and put yep. them in cages. That's yep. it. Yeah. Yep. It it looks honestly, it looks super out of place in the entire showcase. Like they showing off these other other like you know more mature titles, and then all of a sudden it goes to this one, and you're just fucking like you're like Luigi sucking up ghosts and throwing him in cubes, and it's like what kind of game is it? And then you like give them food, and they get bigger and blow up, and like okay. I don't get it. Well, and if you put the wrong one inside a cage with another group, they'll like eat it. It kind of gets creepy every <laughs> once in a while, the more you think about it. I it's like one that. of those games that's really interesting. to. It's kind of just like a stupid, fun little game. And then all of a sudden you really think about it and you're like, oh, that's that shit's kind of dark. <laughs> that's the best kind of way to yeah. Yep. Hide your darkness among the light. <laughs> 
Just like bug snacks, which, oh my gosh. That looks amazing. <laughs> I own it, but I can't play it because I don't have a PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> so that is coming 2022. Uh, we got, right after that, we got Shredders. I was so it's set on this being Amped 4. Yep. I think there's a 3 already. Yeah, I thought I this was Amped 4, and I was mildly excited. And then they said it's Shredders, and I'm like, this isn't TM. I wanted it's a, snowboarding a cool game. Borders remake. Yep, cool borders would be neat. Snowboarding yeah, okay. game. So I'm gonna be 100 with you guys. Uh, I actually watched. I didn't watch it live or the showcase live. I just watched it on the the stream after the or like the uh you know on YouTube after the fact. And uh, there was definitely a couple points where I was like eh, skip 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 skip. skip, skip. <laughs> and like I saw this come up and I was like oh it's like a SS or whatever SSX or whatever. And I was like it must be a sequel to that. Skip 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 skip. <laughs> yeah, it was just called Shredders. It's a snowboarding game. Seems okay. Chris is excited about this next one. Oh, I, there's some weird theme of like if it's an Eastern European, like Russian kind of game, I'm weirdly obsessed about it. But hey, I'm interested heard, in this. I can't have you ever heard of a game called Metro. I heard it does not hold up well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm been getting endlessly. I'm, I'm excited. So this game is Atomic Heart, and the game had me at mannequins with mustaches. So you know, like attacking you. I'm like, what is this? Go- what is going on? Um, I like weird, and this looks interesting. I I first became obsessed because the game kind of struck me as like a a Russian Bioshock game. And That's kind of what I thought too. Yeah, and everything I've seen has not dissuaded that concept at all. So, so I think the the weirdest part of the trailer for me was that you know it kind of yeah it literally starts off with this like roblox uh looking dude kind of rolling around and then you have like a hyper realistic hand with a gun and i was like what am i looking at right now (laughs) like it's so weird and then yeah it kind of just continues to be the theme of the entire trailer of yeah it does not i'm confused i'm super confused i am confused as to how this is not weirder than the uh yakuza game because this is straight up strange um I think unless you pick this uh, like another one of these Soviet games as a um, book club, I probably will skip this one. That's I'll probably <laughs> stream it. It's fine. Well, Mike, I think the the thing about the Yakuza is that it it's just like it's like wacky and silly. You yeah. know, it's like it, where these Yakuza are mannequins with mustaches. I think this is just more actively like this is just fucked up. I don't know what the yeah, hell is going weird. on. That's, that's that's the point is that Yakuza is like this is just wacky. Like yeah. hey, we're Yakuza Yakuza game members and we're throwing chickens at each other. But like this is just like I am just confused. Like it's I just don't understand. This is what happens when a society chooses to make alcohol out of potatoes. Like what do you want? <laughs> That's like eighty percent of our viewership. Or I know. <laughs> well, and I come from Ireland. We we predominantly eat potatoes. Like I, I have no reason to knock it. <laughs> this but, next game, though, I, if you guys are good with, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. That's about all you need to know. <laughs> uh, replaced. This game looked so freaking pretty. Yeah. I, uh, oh, this is the one with that really like voxel with crazy, almost three D art. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. pixel art, but then yeah. also three D environments. It looks super, super interesting and super cool. I'm I, definitely, yeah. I don't definitely know. interested. I, I like understand this, it, but it I like this trend pretty. of mixing like kind of two different types mm-hmm. of graphics. Um, 
there was another showcase I was watching where it was like 3D, but they were using like 2D art for characters and stuff. Yeah, it's just like so. This one was the same way. It was just like this. I like they, they they're separate, but it goes so together so good. It was super neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope the, the soundtrack combat. is as good as it was uh, as good in the game as it was in the trailer. Right. Yeah. That was pretty awesome too. The combat just looks super smooth in that 2D it, style with the 3D. It really mic. does. It was just mm-hmm. super pretty the way that they worked around that. Really excited to see what like all else they do with it. Yep, super interested. Definitely want to see more. Mm-hmm. The, I do want to point out you play. I found this interesting. You play as an AI trapped in a human body. I thought it was kind of a cool. Oh, that's messed up concept. Okay, so it's like a android. I was gonna yeah. say so. That's what Cortana does when she's in Master Chief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks like. To oh, her. we're not talking about Halo. I thought we were still talking about Halo. We're done with that all game. Right. All right, so grounded. <laughs> Coming June 30th, we're getting an X-Pack. I love the trailers whoa, whoa. from these guys. So, okay, Grounded, um, it's not officially released. It's still technically, at least on Steam, it's still technically in early it's access. In, yep. yep. So things like this is what, like, honestly does not jive with me about just publishing and creating a game in general. Um, I, like, I'm a firm believer of, like, I can I can understand the concept of early access. If you look back to our old uh, uh, podcast episodes where I was actually around, we talked about early access quite a bit. And um, I don't like that they were like talking about a potential like DLC slash expansion update when the game's not even out yet. You know, I mean, I, sure, technically it's like a content update, but it's like, how about you just finish the game and then, well, um, yeah. I'd make an argument that early access, uh, uh, what is it called on Xbox? Game preview, I think is the term they use. Yeah. Uh, It's just a stupid marketing term at this point because the game is, yeah, they're just going to keep upgrading it over time. It is what it is. Just It's essentially a live service game that for some reason is marked as early access. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. right? If anything, like, you can definitely see, you can see games do it right. Uh, Like, uh, Subnautica, right? Or Subnautica Valheim one or and Subnautica like two. Uh, we'll see on Valheim, right? Valheim's still technically in early access, and we'll see if it actually releases at some point. But I guess my point was with Subnautica is that they had their early access point, and then they actually had a 1.0 release, and then they moved on, made a couple content maybe, and then moved on to the next game. Um, with something like Grounded, it definitely, like you guys said, is it feels like a live service game that is trying to abuse the early access name. In a way, maybe I think it's more is of that a they cautionary. Can use it as a crutch. I think yeah. it's cautionary. Like when you first released Grounded, it was an amazing game. Like people could play that sandbox for a good amount of time, but you're going to run into the same thing that Sea of Thieves did. The game could be technically complete, but people are going to say, "Well, this isn't a complete game. There's not enough here." So yeah. using using that like game preview gives them you know a buffer to be like, "Hey, look, we're still adding more content because the idea of like iterative software that's not like a phone app." is still kind of sketchy to most people. They want to buy something that's completed or know that it's not completed. So when you get something and it's, it doesn't feel complete or there's not enough in there to keep you satisfied forever or to keep going, um, you know, people get angry. So I think it's really just a diffusing the tempers more than anything else. I, Imagine I think, that people want to buy a completed product. This though right. is... But like, that's a misnomer. This is a good game for Game Pass, though, if they're yeah. going to do that, right? So this would if, be my caution would he, be here is if you have Game Pass, go play it. It's a lot of fun. Otherwise, 
Don't go spend your money until it's finished. I mean, at this point, you could probably do it and be reasonably okay with it. But yeah, because it's been a year and they've they've put a lot into it. And by the way, we haven't mentioned it. the The expansion or DLC or whatever they're calling it is called the Shroom and Doom update. (laughs) Um, I love I love how they do these trailers. I mean, the first thing they pointed out that they're adding in this, they were really excited about, is that you can sit. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you could not until this point, but they're putting pets, mushrooms. Um, big thing is achievements. I think that's one big step into making this a completed game achievements. And the funnier part was adding a boss, their first boss to the game, which is the brood mother, a spider creepiest. Damn and again, how they show this trailer. I love it. The, this game has, uh, we talked about it before Ara- arachnophobia mode, mm-hmm. where if you are somebody that is scared of spiders, you can actually adjust the slider to make, the spider's less, I guess, scary. So defined. they did it. Less yeah, defined. They did it in this trailer, and all that you had was two floating balls with eyes, and it was just Which like... Which is still terrifying. Yes, but it's not a spider. <laughs> yeah, it's not arachnophobia anymore. It's now just, there's this really creepy giant blob that's attacking me. The hell is happening? I guess, uh, I, again, I go back to uh, my original comment and the fact that the reason that this trailer... Uh, just rub me the wrong ways because it is an unfinished game, but is releasing a content update. I guess um, it's just felt out of place in an E3. I mean, they've been releasing. Co- it's kind of on schedule. Again, I know it's not finished like Sea of Thieves, but I mean, Sea of Thieves. It's when you see stuff from them anymore. That's all it is: is a trailer for a content update. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Every two or three months, you see something from Grounded. You know, earlier in the year, I think January, it was all about birds, or or was that the fish one? I don't remember. It was the fish one. The fish one. Yeah. So then the birds came a few months after that. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't surprised that they showed it. Um, but maybe if you're not familiar or keeping up with the game, yeah, I mean, I could see where you're coming from. But it's coming June 30th. Yeah, end of the month. So coming out soon. Or, well, sorry, the update's coming out soon. Very soon. Anybody still playing Among Us? Because that's Among the main yeah. list. No. Not as often no. as I would like. I just can't get the people together and I don't play with randos. Yeah, yeah, I can't get the people together to actually play it. So this update makes me a little sad, only because I know that I won't be able to get the amount of people to, you know, play yeah, it. 15, yeah. yeah. They introduced that they're going to be bringing in 15 people and three imposters. They're making hide-and-seek mode official. So if which hide-and-seek is awesome. Which you ever tried to play that, that's actually kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. New roles. Apparently they're bringing in achievements, I guess. As Xbox specific. I realize I have a, a launch date here for it, um, but I mixed two two sets of notes together. So it's coming soon to Xbox. Some of these updates are coming the 15th, just to the general game uh, PC version. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I like that they tease the new map. They're like, we they just showed this small little square around one little item that's on the map. And they're like, yep, that's all we're allowed to show. <laughs> <laughs> new map coming <laughs> which hopefully doesn't take a year yep and i mean i think this was probably a big uh a pretty pro- positive update one of the things one of the big criticisms of the last map that was released for among us is that it was too Huge. big it was yeah. too big for 10 people and so rather than making the map smaller let's just let more people play which i think is kind of fun mm-hmm. although that lobby is going to be an absolute like shit show oh, of people screaming yeah. at each other yeah, oh, yeah. emergency meeting 
they're gonna have mm-hmm. to put a is there a cooldown timer on that that you can't call it out? Like yeah. there was one game. I remember one yeah. of the first times I played. Literally, emergency meeting. We'd go do our thing, be done. We'd have walk away for five seconds, maybe, and somebody slam and do another emergency. I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> but anyways. Or you're trying to discuss and everybody's just like screaming over each yeah. other and no one's yeah. actually getting information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. So this next game, we're talking about games that felt out of place. I get it. I get Microsoft is trying to go in the, the Japanese market. And and if if this is for them, that's awesome. But it was like the only thing in the show. It did feel out of place. And I was like, uh, it just felt weird. I'm happy for them, but it's just like, uh, I don't know. So we need more of it or more talking I, around it or something. I forgot about this one. We're talking about uh, Aiden, is this a right? popular series? I, no, I, no, Aiden this is new. Chronicle? This is okay. So the Aiden Chronicles. Um, so if you're not a big JRPG guy, you don't know the story behind this. Um, so way back, like in ninety something, uh, ninety eight, sure, nineteen ninety five. Um, so way back in nineteen ninety five, there was a game called Sweet Coden. And that was like one of the oh, best yeah. RPGs created at the time. I still play a Sweet Coden game every once in a while just to go back um, and enjoy it a little bit. There's lots of dudes you end up getting. You know, it's a big like collect them all RPG with multiple storylines going. So I think a lot of the developers, if I remember correctly about this, a lot of the people that developed those Sweet Coden games um, didn't have an outlet anymore to build that kind of RPG in like the way that they wanted to, to keep it, you know, to the traditional styles of the JRPG with the turn-based combat. So they've moved along and are now creating this kind of successor to Suikoden, which is this Ayuden Chronicles. It looks gorgeous. If you're a fan of uh, JRPGs and it's, it for sure is the same group that did Suikoden, this is going to be an amazing game. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it just gave me the uh, Octopath Traveler tribes, or sorry, vibes. Yeah, it definitely, definitely looks a lot like the graphics from that. I think it has a little more of the cartoony anime style on the back yeah. end for like the characters. It's not as um righty. Yeah. Which I like. I think it looks cool. You guys so I'm glad excited. you're excited and I hope everybody that this game was meant for. Again, it it just for me it was it's not my type of game and Yeah, same. I You're gonna yeah. hate my book club pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably right. 30 hours there's no way we're oh yeah we're gonna take way too long i was gonna say we're gonna need a lot of community suggestions <laughs> to keep kicking that one down the road <laughs> so the next one we got a game that i've actually been looking forward to and i'm super yes. happy to actually see a release for um yeah this, this no we were was shown last year and we were yeah. excited yeah, yeah we were year. really pumped for this so the game is the ascent and it's basically kind of like a twin stick shooter that you you know walk around and kill stuff in a cyberpunk world. Um, super cool looking. Yeah. Beautiful it's an graphics. Action, action RPG from an isometric perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really action heavy by the looks of the trailer. Um, and just, it just looks, it's one of those games that when you watch the trailer, it just looks fun to play. Like you're like, I really want to play this because it looks really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. with, um, same with, um, um, replaced like that like just by the trailer you were just like this looks fun to play yeah Mm -hmm. i want to play this because it looks really fun Mm -hmm. not a lot of games are doing that anymore it's kind of weird like you're like oh yeah i like okay so watching a lot of these trailers like yeah okay cool that looks okay that's pretty cool like stalker but i thought it was like eh, that looks okay but it doesn't look fun 
Like, yeah, it looks so fun to me. But I, I think it looks fun too, Chris. I agree with oh, you, Chris. Yeah. The snowboarding game. I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, fun. I mean, I'll play it, but <laughs> age four. Who's ready for age four? Matt, I'm ready for. Me? I'm ready for a, uh, you know, more modern RTS. Starcraft 2. That's yeah. super modern. Home, oh Homeland, Homeworld 3. Like, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, Let's did you say Homeworld 3? Homeworld 3. Three access of game. <laughs> anyway, Age of Empires 4. I'm I'm yes. stoked for this. It's been uh, quite a long time since we've had like a new, new game. I know we've had Age 1, 2, definitive 3. Editions. They've all been definitive and HD editions and all that. This looks exciting. They showed off two new um, civilizations today, the Abbasid dynasty and the French, um, as well as a little bit from the uh, Joan of Arc and the Hundred Years War campaign. They're trying to style a lot of the campaign stuff like around real battles that happened. Um, so that's exciting. Um, and what's really cool, um, we talked about this in April, I think, is when they had their age four event. Um, they're making these civilizations so they all play very differently like very differently so i'm excited to see how all the i think it was eight civilizations is what they're going to have at the start you know there's going to be dlc down the road for that uh for more later but um i'm excited to see how each one's unique and how bad i suck with all of them so it's gonna be great and getting you know yeah because like cullen said you know we don't get a lot of rts games anymore it's just not a Mm -hmm. genre that people really gravitate to or people really think you can make a lot of money off of so they don't make them but God, I love them. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah. I'm still playing Age of Empires 2 on the regular. Like, What is the no, last one we got? See, like, you can't get an invite to see a Thieves Matt until I get an invite to Age of Empires. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing a 22-year-old game. Granted, it's the Definitive Edition, so it's sexy and, and all that, but it's it basically the same sexy. game. doesn't count. It's basically the, the same game. When like, is the last time we got like a, a mainstream RTS? Like a one that was really heavily like from off. a triple a studio yeah. or we just get a total war game something in the vein of like, like, uh, i don't no, know i, I would no that's total war is not rts or any of the yeah. warhammer ones no oh wait no because they're war. all they're all total war based yeah mm. total war is not necessarily the same vein as you know no. your traditional rts's um, I mean, yeah, the like the battles, sure, like those are. It's real a hybrid time. of 4x and RTS. It's not. Yeah, I'd rather play Warhammer on the tabletop, anyways. So, I don't know, man. I I'm a huge fan of the Total Warhammer games. I I play. I dump a lot of hours in those. But anyways, uh, to your question about uh more recent AAA title RTS, I don't know. The only one I can really think of is StarCraft. To be honest, StarCraft Two. That's the only one. That's probably one the I can... biggest one mm-hmm. but that's right. so, so long ago yeah i mean so it's kind of cool be to real. see another one like a, another bigger game like this coming out um yeah i can't think of any like triple a like any big triple a ones the only other rts that i can think of that comes to mind is north guard but that's not a triple a one that's not a big triple hey, a that home worlds deserts of karak i guess but even that was a few years back yeah, Halo Wars two, but that's like an RTS light because it's yeah. made for console, not yeah. a knock to it. So I don't think we Halo Wars two isn't that still before StarCraft two, or at least it's at no. least Halo it's for Wars. sure it's for Halo sure Wars after was. after uh you know Legacy of the Void or whatever. 
So my thoughts Halo are Wars. we may not have enough data anyways to be like, hey, these games don't sell really well. I'll be curious to see what other like updated styles of these games we get um, or new innovative ones after we get this new Age 4. Age yeah, well, I mean, a we big still, community. I mean, yeah, active. we still we got Age of Empires coming. That that studio, that offshoot from Blizzard, is going to be making more RTSs because that's what they want to yeah. make. So, I mean, that's I've, what it sounded like. Yeah, we can definitely see something coming in the future for sure. And keeping this age related, um, they're they're actually adding DLC to Age Three soon. I don't remember if it's happened yet or not. Um, and they keep adding civs and campaigns to Age Two. Like that, like new, like it's funny. They started out with uh, community mods that were super popular and added, I think, two or three campaigns that way. And then they hired that their that mod team was hired to actually make uh, definitive. I think all three of the definitive editions, and they've been modding and adding it to these games. I guess except for Age One, since they've made their definitive edition of debuts. So, I mean, the fact that they're getting money and they're still going i mean it, it, that community is still alive and kicking so mm-hmm. i think they just need and i'm hoping that age 4 does doesn't do away with what it sounds like the age games are doing is they need to make it more approachable i think just in general for I a lot of the are. audiences like starcraft 2 starcraft good luck like, you're just going to get decimated and yep you, know, you learned how to play seconds. the game by getting spanked yeah iron harvest that's what i was trying to think of came out is that last like year. uh cyberpunk harvest moon Mm -mm. it's um (laughs) i wish mechs in the (laughs) 1920s um russia um who made that yeah it sounds like a theme coming from chris (laughs) i i'm realizing that i apparently have so i blame um god damn red alert oh you said iron harvest right yeah iron harvest i think they had some really cool trailers because i remember coming across them and going this looks pretty sweet I think I own a copy. I just have not been able to play sit it, down yeah. and just play it yet. I have that problem too, buying games and not playing them. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good hobby to have. So the next trailer we got was absolutely ridiculous. I was like, it was so funny because we were all like, <laughs> we Fable 4. Or, I mean, so New Fable, ridiculous. New Fable. And we're just... Bear with me. I know it wasn't really going to be it, but I let my imagination run wild. I think I said it three times in the live stream. I I thought this could have been Sunset Overdrive too. And yeah, before you, you say, before, you say before you say that's insane, I take you back to the land or the time it was 2013 when they first announced Sunset Overdrive. It was this military shooter looking game, and then they're like, you know, because they're making fun of military shooters, and then they're like, no, you know, like that's not our game, and then they went into the craziness of the Sunset. So I thought I was like. Oh, they're doing another twist. They're gonna go into this like we're you know this is how you make a space game. But then they're they then some dude would come out and some punk rock music would play and and we'd be but drinking so energy drinks again. But again, I like I said, I let my imagination run wild. <laughs> I knew deep down it wasn't real, but I had I yeah, got my hopes up. So and in your outer worlds too, by the way, is what we're talking about. Yeah. This is what was really shown. Um. I'm reading here, not a new KOTOR. Did somebody think it was going to be, or why is this? There was a rumor we talked about um, earlier in the year that there's a new KOTOR in development. And coming from Obsidian? This was one of the. the Yeah. Sure, but. Nobody nobody knew what they were working on after Outer Worlds and Grounded because they had two teams. They didn't know what the Outer Worlds team was working on. And whenever this rumor started floating around, people were like, 
it could be them because yeah, they made Kotor too, and they they know RPGs, and and that would be awesome. But that's why I threw that in there. This gotcha. they're not making Kotor unless they have a third team that's making it, which I doubt. Unlikely. Yeah, so not a lot but to anyway. talk about there. They didn't show anything new. Like you mm-hmm. didn't see any gameplay. It was all just uh, kind of a little teaser announcement. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's so far away from being released. <laughs> it's not even. I really like the trailer. This is another one like it struck the same chord that Grounded did because they were just making fun of other sci-fi trailers. I don't know why the and then we see lens flare part just got me. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I, I instantly thought about like. Uh, Star Trek movies. I was like, "Yep, <laughs> that is funny." <laughs> cut, cut to the uh, you know we see we now see the, the main character. The silhouette. We only see the yeah. silhouette because the developers haven't finished his design and don't know what he looks like. <laughs> oh, I like it. That is exciting. I still need to play the first one. Enter the highway to the danger zone with Flight Simulator. Uh, will be coming to console on July 27th, and they gave us a lot of, a lot of like flight, um, video showing flying around, and then they hit you with the Maverick. Top Gun is coming to Flight Simulator, so you can start flying some of the fighter jets from the Top Gun series. Well, I guess it's just the American military, but still, we don't know. They actually didn't detail what planes, oh. other than I mean, we only saw the FA-18 Hornet. Yeah. Is it multiplayer? Yes. Uh, um, like if I of. if they don't let me like do an inverted fly over a man oh, yeah. and give him the finger, I'm I'm not buying it. <laughs> You're gonna take a Polaroid of him too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I dude, I have a Polaroid camera. I was taking pictures at the the birthday party this weekend with it. So we had like VR and a Polaroid going at the same time. That's pretty neat. <laughs> and then they showed the game that, in all honesty. I, my one complaint about Halo was they didn't spend a lot of time on it for some reason, and not to knock this game because it looks awesome. Forza Horizon 5 was shown, and it looks fantastic. But for some reason, they spent like 10 minutes on it. Yeah, I, yeah they spent a, why. a really long time. Does anybody but Eric play this game? I'm just going to throw it I out do. there. Chris. I play it. Okay, yeah. hang on. Does nope, anybody not... but Eric play this game? Yeah, I was going to say, it's not based in Russia. Why would you play that game? <laughs> <laughs> Because occasionally I like to step out of the Iron Curtain. Um, <laughs> now I know where all of these Russian listeners are coming from. <laughs> like, oh, this guy gets it. <laughs> he knows. He understands. We, we love all our, our listeners wherever we actually, you're at. Actually, very we, much do. We do. You'll find us making jokes about almost everything. So, yep. <laughs> I, I um. You know, of all the games that they showed off, and we joke about this, um, I think this was the first game, you guys ready for it, um, that I think really showed off the power of ray tracing. Um, it, yeah. You're fired. And, and, <laughs> well, but who's um, going to do our notes? Yeah. You're hired. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one where it's, if you... If you don't know what you're, you're, you don't have that trained eye and know what you're looking for, you probably wouldn't have seen it. But... Um, you know, go out and look at for videos. I think actually one of the other really cool videos I saw on YouTube once was comparing um, ray tracing on and off in Watch Dogs Legions. Um, there's a really good, so you can actually oh, see yeah. what it is. So when you kind of notice the difference and you know what you're looking for, you start picking it up in games that use it. And this one, it was noticeable and it was really cool. Um, not to mention, or, or uh, like, uh, 
they also use um what did they did i write it down here photo 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 geometry i forget it's a fancy no name for where they go out and they like capture realistic like the actual world and then turn that into geometry so it looks insanely photorealistic and um so that they, technology they were that has come often. so far. Like in 2013, when I was going to school for this crap, they started doing a lot of that. We got to mess with a little bit of it, but it did not look anywhere near as pretty as yeah. that. Like, holy and moly. It, yeah, so this game looks gorgeous. And again, not only just the environments using that photo geometry or whatever they call it, um, but along with the rays, all the rays. All I want to know is, can you uh, manually switch from race mode on your Mercedes? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I really liked the uh, the joke you made during the live stream where we were talking about if the if the the conference was over and you're like they put the racing mode away. It has to be over now. <laughs> <laughs> um, one true. one thing I I do want to point out about this game: these are the same folks making the new Fable game, and if that's what their worlds look like, holy crap! Yeah, you I know can't that wait till got they that cartoony look to it though. It's not going to yeah, look like this. But still, yeah, okay. Oh, I, I don't think we mentioned it's. This was a rumor too for a long time. It was confirmed. This is, takes place in Mexico. Yeah. So yeah. since they went out to Mexico to do all this photo realistic geometry textures crap, I can't wait for them to go to Albion and do the same thing. It's going <laughs> to be right? fantastic. I know. It'd be great. <laughs> so there's a there's an Albion in St. Paul. I'm not going to lie, like the Cleveland <laughs> Avenue area. Is there? Does it's anybody not have anybody have any hesitations about the fact that the uh, developers that make beautiful racing games are going to potentially be making a cartoony RPG? Nah. Yeah. No, it's going to be a, a what, what, what do we say? It's going to be a fable kart racing game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that's what the the uh, the connect one was. Yeah, on the the dang old chariot, and you got to like move your hands up and down to get the horse to go. <laughs> I was saying that this game better have Connect support, otherwise it's not. The next one has to. They're obviously hiring um, a lot of. They're they're hiring. Yeah, people that are familiar with Connect. Um, No, they're hiring a lot of RPG people into this. You know, the team as well. So you know, they're obviously bringing people in that are going to be experts on building those type of systems. Um, But I'm not worried. I mean, I hope it's really good, but we'll see. I mean. So, I mean, it's not necessarily apples to apples, but the reason I keep asking these kinds of questions is like, I just look back to history on kind of a similar scenario of like mm, from Bioware, right? When Bioware became more under the umbrella of EA and they had to start making their games with the Frostbite engine and Frostbite engine is obviously wasn't meant for RPGs. Right, so they had to do a lot of the ground, or a lot of the work from the ground up, and it mm-hmm. just it obviously showed in the final product, and it wasn't good. I think the I, I it, there's a whole conversation there, and actually, I think we did have an old episode on it. Um, I didn't. I would still argue that wasn't a bad idea. That it was the execution that was terrible. Um, but I, I I think since this is in house, some of those problems that you saw with EA and the Frostbite engine is those were those were studios all around the world that were using that and being forced to use that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there was a lot of communication issues. Mm -hmm. I think there was a lot of priority issues because that was some of the rumors that came out that FIFA got all the attention because guess what makes money? FIFA. Was it it FIFA or was it, or was it It battle front at the time? 
FIFA makes the most for well, sure. Yeah, FIFA, FIFA makes. Yeah, obviously, I, I'm not saying you're wrong about FIFA making money, but I thought the in in at the time it was either Battlefront or a Battlefield that was taking a lot of the resources. I, I think. Well, I think. Oh. Yeah, I mean, to my point, I think that's it, there was a prior whether sure. it was actually written down. Either way, they're both sure. priority. There was a priority list, I think. Right, there. right, right. So. Yeah. And, and because I think some of those other games were at the bottom. Right. And like what Matt said, because this is all being done in-house rather than being across like, you know, what, like six, seven different studios. One of the studios basically controls the engine and then they don't mm-hmm. actually provide support to all the other studios on a priority basis. Right. Yeah. It's like that was e- the EA thing and the Frostbite thing is just more of a, a shit show of managing all of the resources rather than just the fact that they were diversifying or consolidating people to using a one engine kind of a thing we don't know what kind of engine they're using or if they're even mm-hmm. using the same engine fair for fable yeah, we haven't heard anything i think yet. i think a, a counter to my own discussion point would be looking at a company like respawn where respawn did you know uh, titanfall and such and then they also spun around and did you know jedi last order or whatever the nice thing there was, uh, and I'm thankful for it, is ever since Respawn came on, they're EA, but they kind of don't operate under not that EA. umbrella. Yeah. Vince was like, because they were, well, I think, one of the first studios that was like, no, we're going to use what engine we want, and they used Unreal for, for Star Wars. Um, and what's the uh, Steam, or the Steam engine? Um, Source. Source is what I think they use for Titanfall and Apex, so... Yeah, they came on. I'll bet Vince was like, <laughs> no, we're going to use what we want to make our games. And it's paid off. Mm-hmm. So. Vince is a good guy. So one thing this show lacked, I will say this for Microsoft. They've done well the last couple of years where they focus on games. But we always got a good bit of fill. And we oh, got yeah. only a little bit of Phil Spencer this time <laughs> around. So I was a little sad. I like Phil. He came out and he was, he was, you know, obviously talking praises about Xbox and a little bit about their 20 year anniversary. Um, but, uh, you know, that was about it. Other than uh, him coming through with the, the second gut punch with their final exclusive Xbox game. But yeah, would have liked more Phil. I, I think Phil likes an audience, so he doesn't do well on the yeah. stage. Maybe that's it. Yeah. As much. Yeah, I, he, he needs to I think feel so. it. <laughs> um. I guess uh, in these types of conferences, I prefer the method that uh, at least Sony did on their last one is where they just all they did was just a game reel. And that was it. No, no guys talking about some bullshit uh, like PR points. It was just, uh, you know, game trailer, game trailer, game trailer. And we're done. I don't mind when you have developers or or C-level people like this come out and talk when it's relevant and good information. And if it uh-huh. doesn't take up the entire show, right? When it's like this cringeworthy crap or this super dumbed down marketing stuff to try to get you know you know people to buy into whatever it is they're talking about, yeah, or like I, a uh, premium like a scripted purchase. scripted gameplay, <laughs> right? Video. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go over here. That's a good idea. On my way. Let's revisit Forza <laughs> for a half second. That was the first game so far. Uh, correct me, I think the first game so far that had one of those cringeworthy, like on the uh, put people Microsoft four people together one, yeah. and talk and have that for the Microsoft one. I think the Rainbow Six one had a little bit of that too. Did it? Yeah, the Rainbow okay. Six Extraction I, I think had that. Mm. 
But that was that, I didn't, I don't, Microsoft. I don't remember yeah. that being as cringy. Maybe that's why this Forza one stuck out because it was not great. Because but... it was very, yeah, it was that very stereotypical scripted gameplay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't understand why, like, when they're, you know, writing or, you know, developing these press conferences that these companies finally get it through their heads like nobody likes this like who who who, where are they hearing from people that's like my favorite part of watching e3 was seeing those four people play that it tested well in the focus groups (laughs) (laughs) um it's just i don't know but somebody should somebody should sell pc gaming uh their pc game showcase Somebody needs to call them up oh, and say, God, hey, guys, um, this was so five years ago. We got to do something better. That was cringy. Very cringy. Yeah. So, yeah I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I still have to plan. Yeah. It's painful. You guys it's got pain. a lot of talk about that on probably, what, like Thursday or something? Well, hopefully. I mean, believe me, I love Sean Plot. Like, I've loved him for forever. But, yeah, the PC game show needs work. It was bad. It's yeah, always but... been bad, though. Before mm-hmm. before we go on to that, should we talk about the Red last Ball. game yeah, from yeah, Xbox? Yeah, so before let's, wrap, we segue, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. So yeah. we said there was two two gut punches from uh, Microsoft and Bethesda, um, more uh, regarding Bethesda games. And this second one kind of looks interesting. Uh, it's called I'm Redfall. Intrigued. This is the game that I was talking about earlier that I think is going to really redeem the lack of a scratching of itch from Back for Blood. Um, oh, sure. This feels a lot more story based and a little more story driven than just um, maybe like a vampiric Borderlands is kind of like what I would think of. Is you get a, a host of characters that you could pick from, which is four, uh, with different abilities, different types of things. And even Dan called it out that a couple of the characters kind of looked like um, they could fit into a Borderlands. But um, I'll be honest, like when I watched the trailer, I like there was a thought in my mind that was like, is this like some weird borderlands like is this where they're going for borderlands now because like you had the uh the black chick was doing like the like the weird elevator power yeah and i was like oh is this like the psionic person that has like the weird vault powers and it's like Like, a it looked like a technomancy to me as well in the stream is it's you know being able to manipulate objects to go do different things um I kind of thought the same thing until I saw like that hand hanging down with like the blood drooling from it. I was like, "Oh, this is fucking vampires!" Awesome, yeah, right. That looks fun. I, yeah. I thought it was a cool trailer, and uh, oh, the Arcane Austin team is a pretty good team. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Arcane in general is made some really good games. So, yeah, I guess I'm just curious on. Obviously, they didn't show any gameplay, right? It was yeah. really just a, it was all just a CG yeah, trailer, yeah. CG trailer. So I'm I'm curious on what the game actually is. Is it just gonna be like a Left 4 Dead with you know vampires instead of uh, I don't think so you know people, or no. is it gonna be more of like a a Borderlandsy like roaming a city and that kind of a thing, or I mean, is it none of the above, Chris? What is it, Chris? I, feel I like think it's, it's gonna I feel be a. You're not Chris. I think it's going to be a PV, PVPV or PVPVE battle royale in the vein of terrible. Really? What? 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 No, he he's doesn't joking. actually believe I think, that. I think it's going to be a little bit of a railroady sort of open kind of a game with multiplayer, and I think it's going to be there's going to be a story that you follow along with with, with co-op specifically. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to yeah. be co-op, and it's going to be like they 
you know, towards the end of the trailer, they showed like, oh, daylight is coming. Like, cool, the vampires can't be out in daylight. But then they showed like this six-armed vampire dude, like blotting out the oh, sun with a right. you know, a black hole or whatever, yeah. like, some sort of oh, shield yeah. to blot out the sun, mm-hmm. right? So I yeah. think that's going to be the the like concept of the game is that you're trying to like bring sunlight back to eliminate these vampires, and you have to fight your way through to like how do we how do we get this back right you would think by now vampire you would think by now vampires would figure out how to make a really good sunblock Mm -hmm. i mean humans aren't still super great at it so but vampires have had more time than humans like we only get like so many years of people researching how many like spfs to do at least seven isn't it the witcher universe where like it's the young like the newer vampires that are more affected by it as they get older, it's less like, whatever. Was it? I, I can't remember the vampire. Um, that could have been another I universe. Through, I played through Blood and Wine. You had to do the missions with the elder vampire at night. Hmm. Um, it's probably another remember. universe that I'm thinking about. Blade. Yeah, you need to be a a half blood daywalker. You need to be a daywalker. <laughs> uh, I think you guys are thinking of South Park. <laughs> you need to be. A d- so this last <laughs> announcement. Hold on, let me bring this home, okay? Okay. Let me bring right. this home. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this so. Is, this so is we long. we got this this last bit right. They they went out swinging with Redfall and it was fantastic. And as you would imagine, a lot of these shows have a but wait, there's more. And you're you're sitting here thinking, oh, what could it be? You're like, well, maybe it's Everwild. Maybe it's the new Indiana Jones. Is it State of the K three? We haven't seen that. What's the Valid and Fable up to? We haven't seen Perfect Dark since the Game Awards. Or anything on Hellblade. No, it was even better. You say, Matt, what could be better than any of that? And I say, a fucking Xbox mini fridge. And it it blew my mind. I'm so excited for this. I'm so sad it's not available right now. It's coming this holiday. It's it's. I swear it's got. If it's not the size of an actual Xbox Series X, it I will be like disappointed. It. Yeah, but it, it looked like slightly it. bigger. I you get it was what, like, like a... four cans in that thing. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> I guess you could do, yeah, you could do four energy drinks, which would be kind of the goal for the thing. You know, they're going to have to tell people not to blow their vape smoke into it, right? <laughs> <laughs> what what I thought was that was a thing. I don't know if you guys caught this. What I thought was also a good touch was they didn't do the whole thing, but they kind of led into it with their power your. Power Your Dreams trailer, which, if you remember, was the actual announcement of the Series yeah. X back at the Game Awards two year and a half, two years ago, whenever it was. And I was like, that's a fun little... That's, that was kind of a little nod. That was a nice little touch. But I, And I'm also being serious. I am excited for this. I and I will cool. buy one. I'm intrigued by that. I'll, I'll wait to see price points before I get too excited. Ooh, but I agree. I'm, yeah, I mean, if it's something too insane. Yeah. Uh, what am I kidding? I'm an ex, bro. Mini um, fridge. I was going to say, you're going to have a $2,000 mini fridge? <laughs> yeah, I mean... What about all that Xbox Game Pass money that we're getting? <laughs> they're I mean, gonna even if they wanted to tell um, us they're going to pay for our Game how about, Pass. How about this? If we, if we tweet out you know, the Xbox Game Pass and the Xbox conference and all this stuff, maybe Phil will listen to this episode and he'll be like, you know what? These guys deserve a mini fridge. <laughs> he would. I'm hoping they're going to run out of the micro coolers and then we're not going to get them and we're going to have to wait like three years from launch. Mm. I, I I'd prefer if he, um, if instead of sending us mini fridges, he actually sends us a full size fridge in the shape of a Series X, like which, Snoop Dogg, yeah. like what Snoop so Dogg. I think the I think the Rock <laughs> got one. 
Um, there was a couple yeah, of those like influencers that got him, but <sighs> I remember the Rock hawking his uh, weird energy drink out of his Xbox mini fridge or Xbox fridge. <laughs> um, any other notes, Matt? Do you want to touch on any of that before we sign I mean, off? How much time does everybody got? Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! All right, so what are your guys' thoughts about the conference? I, I mean, yeah, I'm keeping it quick. I, I mean, I thought it was enjoyable. Um, there wasn't really anything massive that really kind of blew my mind. Just a lot of stuff that looked really good. Uh, again, the biggest surprise probably would have been a Plague's Tale or Plague's mm. Tale Requiem. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I had a good time, but I'm also the expo, so sue me. Okay, you are for me. <laughs> for me, it was pure disappointment until okay. vampires. Interesting. Why were you disappointed? You were disappointed the entire time. He was until disappointed. The very it, wasn't, end. He was, it wasn't. Okay, so we got like he, just a recap. Because there's no Elder Scrolls. No, 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 no. He no, was no. pissed because Game Pass hasn't come to the Switch it's yet. One, no Game Pass <laughs> announcement for Nintendo. Two, <laughs> Starfield is coming out next year, and we still haven't seen anything other than lady dude pushing buttons right 1.5 valid, valid criticism got a also, year and a half hey, yeah. quick quick comment about starfield is that like todd howard's like oh yeah this is based off like 200 like hundreds of years into the future and then you see like a you know you see the spaceship and i was like and it's fucking like, elon musk's like yeah. rocket to mars like it's not it's like this could be like a present time spaceship like really in in okay. hundreds of years into the future this is this is how far we get future we're, we're pretty slow at developing that some of that stuff i, I mean, mean with to the be way fair, it, the budget towards it yeah to be but fair like, if you look back at the like 1990s mega man it said by 2020 that we would have flying cars so. yeah <laughs> So nothing on Starfield, like barely anything. Back for Blood, we've seen like ninety percent of that, and it's they basically showed us Left for Dead, right? All of the stuff that was in there is basically Left for Dead. All the monsters, but I mean, except I think for the that big, big dude that, at the end. That's what they were going for, though, I right? Think the yeah, big splash is on Game Pass Day One. That's cool. the big splash. With Super that one. cool. And then they give us Jack Sparrow, <laughs> right? Better. Like Contraband had nothing to it. We don't know yeah. anything about it, mm-hmm. and they follow it up with here's like a bad Johnny Depp. Yeah, We've cool. already seen 13 minutes Sorry. of 12 minutes. Right, right. <laughs> Versus the good Johnny Depp. Psychonauts, we know what to expect with that. It's super cool. We get a little bit of a blip of like already existing content that's just getting little updates. A cool thing about animals and tasers, more Halo crap, but it's not the stuff we want. Like they basically gave us little bits of everything we don't want. And that's where I'm they just... They gave well, us a third, third trailer of Far Cry 6. What yeah, more could you uh, want? No. <laughs> so like Auden Chronicles, I forgot about that game because it's been a while since I've seen it again. I'm stoked about that. I will probably play like three quarters of it and then when I'm 50 hours in, stop because I want to go play something else. Um, and then jump into Redfall. Like looks super cool, looks super great. But that was all that stood out to me. Like I couldn't remember 80% of what was in that show. What about Replaced? You didn't like replace? Okay, that one too. That, that was dog shit. Couldn't remember it. <laughs> Honestly, no, garbage. no. But the thing is, <laughs> I didn't remember it. When we got to the um, the spot, I was like, "Replaced? Which one was that?" And then I read the first line. I was like, "Oh yeah, that one did look super cool." But sure. it didn't like it didn't grab me the way like Redfall did, right? Right. And maybe it's because it was the last thing showed, or maybe because it's a cool looking game. I don't know. But for me, the whole thing was just kind of meh. And that's kind of like we can talk about it later. But the square 
episode wasn't that great. The PC gaming no. show is apparently terrible. No. Gearbox was yeah. a laughing stock. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and I get it. There's a pandemic, a but like, this is just not what I was really hoping for. It's really uh, muted, bland, safe plays from these guys. If you yeah. if you notice too, I've noticed this now. What we're five six uh, showcases in. A lot of stuff is coming 2021 and coming 2022. Yeah. There's not even like, like I'd say it's like a 70, 30 split. And 70% of that is like, it's coming this year or next year. There's no like hard dates on it. So um, it's, it's just, yeah, I think it's just a lot of playing it safe just to the pandemic. So you know, push stuff out. And I, I'm going to say that that is honestly the the smart move and i would honestly rather see the trend of uh, uh these game shows talking about games that are coming in a more near future yeah um i don't want to have situations like cyberpunk to happen again mm-hmm. or you know Jesus. where you have these games that are announced way too early uh, okay fine I, you know we fucking talked about it earlier and i defended it the entire time about you know elder scrolls but i feel like they did it right that way but anyways um i don't want to have the thing where they come out and say like hey cyberpunk is gonna be dope come check it out 20 years from now it's like, like, why do you fucking tell me then? Like, just don't say it, you know, at least with the game. This one it's just like, hey, check out all these cool games that are coming this year and hopefully early next year. And it's like, OK, cool. I can have these on my radar and get ready for when then they come out. I think I there's think a it... fine art to that, too, though, because one thing that Cyberpunk did, they did the same. They made the same mistake that No Man's Sky did is they revved up that hype train and then they just let it go off the rails. Like they really didn't try to temper expectations. They just kept every time they went to an E3 conference, it was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the best thing since sliced bread. And then next year, right. it's like it's going to be even better than the better thing since sliced bread. You know, like they kept building up that hype. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, where you kind of do that nice little safe, like, hey, we're working on this game. It's going to be, you know, a while before you see a lot of stuff about it. I think that's, yeah, that's a very safe move. It kind of mm-hmm. tempers expectations. I know that yeah, I'm, Yeah, but like, they did that with the to... stuff that's coming now. Like, they tempered expectations with the things we're going to see in oh, six months. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm talking about just... I'm going off of what Cullen said about, you know, yeah. talking about things that are far too... Far right. too in advance but right but that's just my counterpoint to his piece there is that we're doing the same thing and tempering expectations and not really saying a lot on those things that we're going to see so what's the difference between it's six months away and it's two years away i mean to me it's it's no different but yeah no and i think that's fair and you know kind of going back to what i said earlier you know i think just with what happened in 2020 it just kind of makes sense that there's probably not a lot coming for 2021 and i I, that was kind of my expectation going into this. Yeah, it's been kind of a bland E3. I don't really know what I want, what I was expecting, other than I guess the big disappointment here is that I was really expecting for more out of Halo, especially for this. I, I was expecting to be that, expecting that to be more front and center for yeah. this little present for this Xbox presentation. Um, but it kind of just like got nuz, you know, nested right there in the middle. It's just kind of. They talked about a little bit of it. They gave us little bits and pieces of information, but yeah, I guess I didn't really feel like I was like blown away by anything. They just played it also very safe. 
when I feel like yeah. they probably, if they were gearing this up to be a, you know, 20 years of Xbox, they're doing a, you know, 20 years of Halo, it's coming this holiday season, you think that they would be revving up that hype train to just like slam dunk this one, but it was just kind of like a, okay, we'll go for the the easy two points. Do you think the, the major reason for tempering specifically on Halo is because of how badly it was received on the Master Chief Collection. Oh, probably. Well, I don't know about Master Chief Collection, you but the, the, the E3 response. Halo, yeah. yeah, the E3 response no, I guess, last year I guess was it, rough. Sure. I guess my, my main thing about the Master Chief Collection is that, you know, they released it on a day and it was uh, very bad and, you know, buggy and it took a lot of time for it to ramp up to be an actual acceptable product. Um, versus now they're like, hey, okay, like, we're coming. We're not going to set a date because we've been bit by it, and we've seen plenty of other companies get bit by it, saying, like, we're going to make this date, and then we don't because unforeseen consequences of not getting it done on time, and we don't want to push crunch. Uh, kind of. I mean, they did it last year. They bas- they didn't give us a, a hard date. They just said holiday, and it still got pushed back anyway. I mean, sure. that's just kind of what happens, especially when you had to do a- the the whole they had to do the, the sanic rewrite of their their brutes that too yeah <laughs> and i think if anything they're probably playing it a bit more safe now because of the nasty reception they got in um last year's e3 and if there's one thing they probably can't afford right now it's that when they're trying to push this out six months before launch mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, but to stuff it in the middle is still like right. It, yeah, that's what yeah. I don't get. Is I that's thought what I they think... showed was good. I thought there'd be more and more of a focus. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I, I found it odd that they're going to be doing this multiplayer thing tomorrow or yesterday, depending on you know whatever. Um, but I found it odd they didn't even announce that. I had to read that after the show. Um, and it also makes me think, especially with the campaign stuff, that they've got. There's got to be something else they're doing later this summer, whether it's uh, another Microsoft event just on their own, whether it's going to be a PAX thing or games. I think Gamescom is the only thing that's actually happening. I don't know if PAX West is happening, but um, there's got to be some other time that they're going to go into more detail about the campaign, because that's the thing that blows my mind is like, I thought they were going to come out swinging and really show a lot of campaign and be like, look guys, we fixed Craig and everything else you guys hated about it. The fact that they didn't mention ray tracing really confused me. <laughs> the fact that they didn't mention where, Craig was really sad. Yeah. Where are the teraflops? Tell me how many teraflops. Yeah, I would have exactly. been happier if they just came out and owned everything. Been like, hey, we've we got your feedback on Halo. We're working hard. This is where things are at. Instead of being like, here's kind of something. I think, uh, and that's where I was kind of going with the, the Sanic joke, right? And the fact that uh, when they were making that Sonic movie and they came back <laughs> and said like, hey, we saw your feedback about our creepy uh, child uh, crossbreed of a hedgehog. <laughs> and we agree. It looks like garbage. We are going to go back to the drawing board and redo it. I, I, nightmares. <laughs> I 100% am on board for uh, companies uh, owning up to uh, uh, mistakes or owning up to uh, potential drawbacks and say like, hey, you know what? We saw a bunch of community feedback. We're taking it in and we agree and we're, you know, we're going to fix these things before we get the game out. So it can hopefully meet to your guys' standard. Yeah. Chris, how did you feel? Yep, that was the same. <laughs> 
Not just about Halo. We, I, I think everybody yeah, kind of yeah, mentioned I, how they felt about the show, but he got all the Russian games in, so he's. I mean, I was gonna say, I, he's, yeah, he's good. I, I will say, overall, I was pretty happy. I got to see more footage from games. I've been kind of waiting to see and hear more about, and found out they're all coming to Game Pass. That's pretty fucking cool. So, um, yeah, I, I was pretty happy. I, I would have loved to see State of Decay three. That's my only disappointment. So, Matt, do you think? <clears throat> kind of jumping back to the halo thing a little bit do you think that they're they're pushing they might have focused a lot on halo for this presentation if they didn't have so much other stuff that they had to budget for because they're budgeted for time basically for 90 minutes and if they're going to talk a lot about halo that means they can't talk for 15 minutes about forza you know for a i for a pre-recorded show for a show that they have no constraints like this isn't like i gotta rent somewhere right that's what i don't get about some of these online things it's like we gotta do 90 minutes well you could do longer yeah it gets annoying when it's pc game show and you're like when does this nightmare end but um nintendo is three hours on tuesday i'm I'm, yeah so i mean like i don't i don't get why they couldn't put put more time to it what confuses me is this is your baby this is fucking halo this is 20 years, the 20 year anniversary of the Xbox and Halo CE. Like, again, I would have, it would have been like maybe too much, but the fact that they didn't spend like at least 15, 20 minutes, I think they could have done 30. And I just also wanted to listen to Joe Staten talk more about the like campaign, like walk me through stuff like you've done so many times in the early Halos at these shows. But I, I am a little confused why they broke the multiplayer thing out to tomorrow. I don't know if it's to spread out the news um, and not get a lot of it lost in the noise of other news, E3 news. But you could have shaved a bunch of games off of this. No, you know, nothing against these some of these games, but pull a bunch of those out and put more Halo time in. They could have like pulled it, Back for Blood. They could have pulled um, 12 minutes because we've seen a ton of that. They could have pulled out the things like uh, Far Cry, Yakuza, Far Cry, Hades, Somerville, Somerville, whatever. Grounded, Slime Rancher, Shredders. Nothing against these games. Grounded for sure. It could have been taken. Yeah, yeah, nothing against these games. But we're talking Halo. We're talking a system seller. I know they're not focused on just selling system, and I completely agree with their mindset and and their business moving forward right. with Xbox and games. But you're talking about the but this game is Halo. That, you're talking about the game that defined the Xbox. Yes, this yeah. is Halo. That's why okay. I was so confused last year where they're like, "We just wanted to show you something." I'm like, "Then polish the hell out of that turd. Don't show me what you did," because <laughs> we get the reaction of what we did last year. Um, but maybe it's still um, a turd I, and all chunky. And that's yeah, why they didn't. That's, that's what I was going to say is that the, the thing that we uh, are alluding to, but just not out of like straight saying it, is that they don't have it. They don't have anything to show yet, even though the game is supposed to come out in six months. I think there's stuff there, but I don't know the reason they didn't show more of the single player. Obviously, we're going to apparently get more multiplayer tomorrow um, and I, we can judge on that later on another episode but um yeah i again that's why i think there's got to be another event this year that they're gonna talk more about this the nintendo one nintendo halo infinite coming to the super nintendo switch pro on game pass i mean mario mario's in it they're replacing that pilot guy with mario (laughs) 
they have time to talk they, about the game. Okay, if they made that trailer, I would die. That would be just so great to see, like, let's go! And, like, they'd fly you off. You can, like, the... you can bing, bing, wahoo, uh, Craig or something like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, did we get everybody? I don't want to miss anybody. I think so. All righty. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us on this three-hour episode. Um, we do truly appreciate you as a listener. Um, you want to have a conversation with us, join us at our Discord. You can find that on our website, CampfireGamingPodcast.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at CampGamingPod, or check out Matt's lovely pictures over on our Instagram, CampfireGamingPodcast. With that, everybody, I'm going to Hold up, hold up. Thank you, Colin, for joining Colin, us. Colin, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Can you let me no get to problem. that? I was going to give him the outro. Oh, guys. Oh. God, you guys are jerks. I'm like, scared. No, I was like, we have a two gonna... and a half hour, three hour episode. No, and Colin my, next, my next spot was to say, <laughs> and a very, and with that, a very special thank you. And Colin, please take us home. That was it. But no. The two things stomp on me. The two, about... the two things that I brought to this podcast from my brain was the intro and the outro. And Mike was going to give it to me. And you go ahead and shit this all is, over it. This is the second episode, like right at the end, Matt, where I'm like trailing into something. And you're like, just fucking get to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really, thanks for coming on, Cullen. I hope you come back more often. Yeah, so. we missed you, yeah, buddy. Man. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the invite. Um, we gotta do now. We're gonna rewind scene. and Matt didn't ruin it. <laughs> Cull- or Mike, you were saying who's editing our this one? Socials. <laughs> you leave this in there, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You leave this in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta finish my basement here, but hopefully when. Uh, when things get a little settled down, maybe I can find some more time to squeeze in. Um, but yeah, I'd love fun. to do a, I'd love to do a Warcraft episode with you at some point. I don't know. Do we want to cry? Do we really want to sit here and like ugly cry on a podcast? Maybe for two yes. hours. Yes, we yeah, do. Maybe it's gonna be a video. Of us We're gonna stream. It. It's gonna be a streaming episode. Too. <laughs> I'll, I'll set it up. To- you have to put on mascara and stuff too, so it's just like runny, gross. You act like I don't already. But kind of sexy me in like at the two same years, time. man. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, this is the Campfire Gaming Podcast. I was once an original member, but then hit some busy stuff in my life and had to drop out. I'm, uh, these guys are wonderful. Thanks for listening. And uh, see you next time around the campfire.